All right, forget it. What? It was working. Not, and it keeps frozen, freezing on me. Oh. I... <laughs> Hello, Legionnaires. <laughs> Welcome to what is uh, going to be the, probably the last episode of RPG Digest for 2023. Uh, the intro is not working for me because every time I click on it, it starts to freeze. And I think this is all part of my computer related issues. That I've what if got. I clicked on it? Uh, let's find out. So uh, you know, give a give a couple seconds so I can edit that part out, and okay. then uh, yeah, go ahead. All right, videos intro. Got it. Are you going to start or what? what? I, dude, I can't hear it. That's what I was saying. I can't hear it. Oh, anything. you couldn't hear it at all. It, it oh. happened. It oh. all happened. It was very, very sound. Awesome. Nice. I, I've got nothing. And this is, I can hear you though. That's good. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, Max has some computer issues that started yesterday. So uh, I want to welcome everybody. To episode 165 of RPG Digest in segment one. Well, actually segment one and segment two are going to be about the same today. They're going to be overviews. So uh, we'll provide overviews, fundamentals. I'm going to be covering TMNT in order to prepare you for next week when Kevin and Sean are back. Hopefully I have my computer issues resolved by then. And they come back and uh, we help close out or start to close out the last 48 hours of the TMNT Kickstarter. So I am John Maxley Oshlow, your favorite cur uh, curmudgeon, critic, and judge, and apparently Luddite because I can't get my computer to do what I want it to do. Along with me as usual is, I've got nothing snarky here, Brett. Aww. Ethan Dog Grissomer. How are you today, sir? I actually uh still carrying a little bit of a tent pole from from rereading the uh the Triax book today. When, when whenever in bold type, I, I spoiled this in the in the chat earlier. When, whenever I see in bold type in a in a riffs book, the birth of human supremacy, I I I feel good. I feel good about it. Yes, I am racist. Against non-humans. Because <laughs> they are a different race. And we hate them and they hate us. That's not entirely true. It's entirely true. Shut up. It's entirely true. You just haven't met any yet. You're going to hate them. Don't worry. They're going to be different. They're going to smell funny. They'll probably be gooey. You're just going to want to shoot them. And, the, and the, the, the Germans do that pretty well. So. <laughs> Leave it to Germany. All right, well, uh, that, that's a spoiler for segment two. In segment one, I'm going to cover TMNT. Like I said, the, the whole goal of it is, is not to go through it in a deep dive. This is not a deep dive today. This is a one shot. We're just going to take a look at what the original TMNT looked like. So maybe somebody comes back and references this video uh, after they get their new books and we can see what's changed, what's different, because uh, apparently the layout is going to be better. And um, Last week, uh, Saturday, yeah, Saturday, uh, Sean was supposed to be here for an hour or two, and for some reason he stayed for all six because I think it was a train wreck. <laughs> like uh, the last hour, just uh, we were punch drunk, man. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, let's get this it's over with. Up because he could have been in my game. He could have been in my game. It was only five hours long. 
he could have been in the game, but he's like, no, I can't be in the game because I'm only be here for an hour or two. Well, then, to be fair, then, that's what he told me even coming I know, in. I know. <laughs> and then he, and then he like, and then, then he peed on me. <laughs> he peed on you. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, he took some hazing in that one too. Uh, there, there are some, you know, Palladium needs to do this type stuff in the commentary. And I was too tired. I think I might've been part of it. I don't know. I definitely, uh, so, so here's a question for you. What is a full dice set? It is 2d10, d20, d4, two or three d6. Depends on where you are in the country. Uh, D12. And I think that's about it. So the, the right answer is uh, a four, three sixes, an eight, two tens, a 12, and a 20. That is a yeah. full dice set. I said, I said two or three sixes. Yeah. Well, usually three, 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 or four, three or four is the, is the common standard. Okay. Except for now. Now you only get one D6. What? Now the argument for that is that in D&D you don't roll stats anymore. It's point by, so you don't need 3D6. Well, what do you do for Palladium? You roll 3D6, right? Yeah, for your stats, sure. So why are we not getting 3D6 for our TMNT dice? That seems like an oversight. Yeah. Or, 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 hear me out. I don't have my tinfoil hat on me. But pretend they left out the extra dice to save money or to make you buy more six-sided dice. Wait, nope, that only works for, for people with specialty dice. Nope, they wanted to save money. Well, the, the standard is seven now, and that's the unfortunate thing. Hmm. You would think that the standard would at least be eight, you know, 2d20 because of all the advantage-disadvantage rolls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can get dice like that. You can get uh, 10 and 11 dice sets, 14 dice sets, but seven is not the right answer. Anybody who thinks that seven is the right answer, well, I'm not going to say poopoo words because I'm not supposed to until later. Um, yeah, uh, you can just uh, F yourself off a bridge with Dan because seven is not. Now, I will add one caveat to that. If it's a seven, if it's a seven die set, but I can buy individual extras of the exact same type of die. OK, I, I would argue that that is acceptable. But guess what you can't do, especially dice set that you buy that are Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello and I forgot the. Uh, Michelangelo, you you can't buy just D6s. So yep. those are incomplete dice set. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jeffrey Talanian's dice set for Hyperborea were 3D6. Uh, and that's because, you know, you roll 3D6 for the attributes there. Uh, although his dice for me, I think, are weighted against me. <laughs> those, those are the worst rolling dice that I've had. I've used them on the stream before, and those die don't roll for crap. Every time I'm like, well, roll D20, go three. It was those dice. But, uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, but other than that, no, he was he was a good sport about it. And I, you know, I, I surprised he sat through the train wreck. That was the last hour, but it was a good time. So anyway, the other thing I wanted to say is somebody. And unfortunately, because the videos weren't saved on the major platforms, somebody donated. Two hundred dollars for me to do a giveaway. That's very neat. I don't know who it was. I'm pretty sure it's on Rumble. And here's the thing. I didn't get the $200. Uh-oh. So what I'm saying is, well, one, I'm having a giveaway that uh, I didn't get the money for. And secondly, so I check your bank accounts. Make sure you didn't get billed $200 because I didn't get I think it was on Rumble. I thought it was Patty, but it wasn't him. Might have been Flady. Might have been, so been Methodical GM. I, again, I, the original recordings weren't saved, so I can't see. 
But that money did not come to Legion of Myth. And I've tried to go through, I, look, it's a 24-hour live stream, man. It's kind of hard to find exactly when that donation happened. I'm sure it happened during the Sean segment, but that's still a six-hour video that I have to parse through to find a few seconds where somebody donated. You know? So that's tough. But if that was you, and you donated the $200 for that, I, again, I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't, uh, check your bank account, because I did not get it. So... Um, all right. What else we have here? Uh, you know what? I don't need, yes, I do have it. So this was Friday present share screen. Am I allowed to present without everything crashing? How about that? That'd be great. Wow. Dude, it was a slideshow. What are you talking about? Oh, for me, it came up like a slideshow. Oh no, for us, it's fine. Um, so got three days left for adventure conquer King system, Imperial imprint. We got to, we got him. That's right. I'm saying this. We did. Nobody else got him to three hundred seven thousand. It was three hundred four thousand when he showed up on Friday. The problem was is that everybody had already backed from watching the first video, <laughs> so so it's hard to get people to back for the second time he's here because everybody's like, I've already backed, dude. I've already backed. <laughs> but I know we got at least one additional one in here. But uh, we made uh, about a thousand dollars on that stream for him, and then after the fact, he's made about two thousand dollars more. So yeah. Uh, he, he had a $50,000 goal. His heart was set on 100000 and look at that. We tripled it. So good job, folks. And Just absolutely. Look at, look at those books. Those books look are freaking fantastic. Player's book is uh, 600 pages. The judge's book is 500 pages, and the monster manual is 400 pages. So Jesus. Did, did he just freeform this thing? Just keep writing? No periods? <laughs> nothing? Just words? Talents? No, the the game is bro to make it sim uh, simple because uh, uh, got to move on to other things. Um, the game gives you options for everything. If you, it's a simulationist dream. The caveat to that, and this is why I was like, "Ooh, I'm not into that." It also gives you the call it the quick starts. Also, so if you don't want to dive into the simulation, he also gives you the abstract. So it's almost like it's two games into one. So you can it's modular in that in that regard. So you can pick to be simulationist here be abstract here go back to being simulations in this third spot however you want to do it and so it gives people the ability to uh play the game how they want it's still dnd it's still or it's still generally a dnd clone uh i don't know if he wants me to say that or not because he's made a lot of changes but uh yeah it, if you can think it you can do it in this one and that's what's cool about it so but and those books just look absolutely fantastic they do so all right, and then of course we have the TMNT Kickstarter, and look at that; it's bumped up to eight hundred forty-four thousand, almost eight hundred forty. Look at that, right there. It's all again on the stream. That's right. That's us. We're, it's ours. It's ours now. We we claim. That's you know we 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 claim the the benefit of that that we we did that. That's us. One hundred percent. Um. So Kevin and Sean are going to be here next week when there's two days left to go. The last 48 hours is uh, the first 48 and last 48 is really when you make your big jump in sales. So hopefully we can help push them over a million. I'm guessing it's going to be 900, some a thousand by then anyway, maybe even over a million already. But uh, we'll see if we can push them you know, towards the end. And I'm going to be changing my pledge based on, yes, based on the dice. I don't I don't want them. <laughs> I don't want them if there's only seven. Sorry. Uh but also because the book covers, I want more than one one book cover. So I like this one, which is like the the core. 
and I really I love this one. This is to me, this is just absolutely amazing. Love it. But I don't want anybody to touch that artistic flair, huh? Yeah, no, I really do. Now, I don't know how it's going to look on the inside because I think it's going to be red, black, and white even through the inside as well, if I remember what he said. But uh, yeah, I love it. This one isn't finished yet, so I don't know. But to be fair, this isn't, to me, it's not the greatest art. But if you've got a daughter that you want to get into the game, there you go. Or an effeminate dude. Um, then we got, I don't know. Maybe I want these <laughs> Whatever the heck too. this is. It'd be, it'd be funny if this is the actual cover. <laughs> to be revealed. <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, there's uh, this. See, so look at that. Uh, where where are my D6s? To be fair, the dice are great, and I like it when people want things like that. But uh, the only dice I really, really like were these, the Shredder dice. Mm. These actually look cool. Uh, maybe it's because I have too many other dice. Um, and there's a... Oh, because I, I took it off my screen because I didn't want more stuff on there. They have a new art of uh, the Terror Bears. Get that terror bears. Where did I save the art? Terror bears. And if you want to see the original, where are my terror? Here's the original. I posted on our Discord. So that black and white image that you can barely see, don't worry about it, is now that color image. And even my wife said they're so much creepier in color. <laughs> yeah. So they are uh, care bears. But after about six to eight months of fentanyl use. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And instead of giving hugs, they give syphilis. Yep. To a T. Okay. <laughs> so what did, what did Per say? Uh, am I on Palladium's newsletter? I might be. I don't read newsletters because I get a bunch of them. I don't know if I'm Palladium's or not. I should. I probably am. And my mouse just stopped moving, which means I'm probably going to have audio issues in about a minute. Um, lovely. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I have a bunch of driver conflicts that I can't resolve, and I don't know why. I might have to reinstall Windows after today. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's move on. So uh, I mentioned this last week. I'll mention it again. A few more people filled it out, so thank you very much. But we have our 2024 survey on the Discord. By the way, for anybody sending me messages on Discord, I do not have Discord open. I will not have it open until the stream's over. So uh, if you're doing that, because I tend to get messages during the stream. Uh, so check that out. It is in our... I think it's in the contest forum section. I'll make a, a an everybody post probably next week about that because I don't like to spam people with that everybody stuff. But this is the last normal RPG digest. There's going to be one more next week with Kevin and Sean being here where I kick Heathen Dog off the show. Uh, and there will be two giveaways. Well, that goes back to that $200 uh, that... Uh, they were talking about because uh, I'm going to be giving away two $75 Palladium Books gift certificates on that stream. How do you enter that? Well, you have to uh, join the Discord because that's where the contest is going to be. I don't use Discord. Then you're not in the contest. Okay. Um, great. This video is going to be a pain in the butt. Uh, I can't even, can't even stream to Twitch. <laughs> so no highlighting the videos today. Lovely. Wait a second. It says uh, it is. Don't you see the big exclamation point up there? No. Oh, it's telling me it's not. Now, no. Oh. It says Twitch says the title is invalid. Try changing it a bit. It's that, so it won't let me go live. Whatever. It wouldn't. Oh, I had to remove NGR. Apparently, I don't know what that means, but apparently NGR is a poo poo word on Twitch and it won't let me have it in the title. Actually, I thought it was short for not going to lie, which is 
one of the worst idioms that besides the word ain't well, that, it just well, cranks in my ear ngl oh that's right yeah uh but in ngr i got nothing um i can make up some racist crap or some or some other stuff but just means i'm gonna literally have to download the video wait for that nonsense edit it and then upload it oh luckily i don't work tomorrow (laughs) uh two more points of uh of uh, issues to note this friday is a members only live stream where i am going to be looking over some of those surveys that won't be the end of the survey but we'll be looking over i know it's uh the day after thanksgiving some people might not be available might be spending time with family whatever but uh friday this friday is the members only live stream the primary purpose is going to be to look over some of the surveys and to talk about the five thousand subscriber giveaway when we reach here because we're getting very close to that and uh december 29th is the uh, the next members only and that one we're going to provide you the schedule for 2024 so uh yeah and that's all i can think of right now because my head is pounding okay so let me see if i can fix this twitch thing will you i don't know talk to them about something okay uh all right uh in chat they have uh told me exactly why ngr was uh was taken away from uh from twitch and uh, i understand that? now I, well that? you just uh you take a word that's a bad doo-doo word and then you take out a few choice letters and you're left with ngr do it in your head don't These say it out loud are really reaching <laughs> exactly <laughs> Man, but hey, good news is if the new German Republic was real, they wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, it looks so, like, it looks like, like I'm streaming on Twitch now. Get, get my country's name out your damn mouth. Don't need you anyway. They got all the bullets. They got all the robots. They're like that close to force fields. Screw you. No. No. Uh, per no, there should be four questions. I think it is not two. Basically. Uh, what segment do you like? And you can select both. Uh, what do you want us to deep dive into? What do you want us to overview? What What else do you want us to do? And any final comments? So five. I think there are five questions on here. I can show it. Well, hang on. Uh, L. Uh, Max already talked to me about that just a few minutes ago, and, and you know the go ahead is given. So it's going to get. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, published for the for the public. Yeah, but, just uh, know that if there are any don't audio expect issues, it today, yeah, don't don't expect him. it today because uh, he's gonna have a lot of stuff doing it today. So well, we're streaming on Twitch yeah. now, so I guess yeah. I should be able to highlight this stuff. But the other thing is, I'm not gonna fix the audio like I did with uh, the Sean segment. It's, it's so it's gonna be as is, and the, I don't know how bad it was at that point. But uh, let me get uh, let me get the survey up for you guys to see. Save. Oh, it's public. People can only see the Shauna response to it. You know what? That's I people who stand out in the rain and yell at it. You just kind of have to watch them. There's no talking to them. All right. There, there's, there's no bringing them back to everyone else's semblance of reality. You just stay at the window, watch them, make sure they don't hurt themselves or other people and have your popcorn. That's all you do. So this is what the survey looks like. We got nine responses so far. Definitely would like to have more than that. 
again, you can find the link to this on the Discord. I'm not going to make that fully public because I want the Discord folks to have, you know, those are the ones that are really in the community, especially the members. Uh, check that out. But anyway, it talks about blah, 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 you know, things that we're considering anyway. And so first question is, which current RPG Digest segment do you enjoy? And you can select both. Uh, what games you like to see as a deep dive read through? What game system supplements would you like to see as an overview? Uh, what concept, system mechanics, or processes would you like to see as a how-to segment? Man, somebody kind of lit me up on that one. <laughs> like, how-to yeah. are only for videos. They're not for live streams. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that next week. But, hey, I want honestly, because I can't see who gave the answer. I, I get no indication of who gave the answer unless you tell me or something and don't yeah. do that. Uh, I don't know. So, you know, I want your honest answers. Any other substantive or constructive suggestions and or comments by RPG Digest? I have one comment to this one. The Friday night stream is not RPG Digest. So the comments that I've been getting about the Friday night stream, I'm going to ignore. Well, okay, I might put that in my back, you know, burner for, you know, something else, but it has nothing to do. RPG Digest is just the Sunday stream. So, uh, and that's, that's our game-oriented stuff. But there you go. Those, those are the questions. That's what you should see. And uh, it's on the Discord. I think it's, it even looks like the, our RPG Digest in 2024 title here. Uh, on the discord in the forums so the content whatever i i don't have discord up so so thank you real long shot appreciate that so that's oh man that's that is a slideshow to me when it's moving everything is bad everything is bad with my computer right now oh but uh, except for one thing i i got it overclocked again <laughs> oh good and it's back up to 4.2 gigahertz oh look at that from 3.0 it's nice do you do you know what generation my cpu is it's got to be a 77, 7,000 series. What is it? The older. Really? It's a five? It's a 59, uh, 60 or 50 on 80X. It was like the most overclockable of the 5,000 series. <laughs> wow. All right. Up until like a year or so ago, it was still worth over a thousand bucks. It was weird. If you wanted to buy it now, it's not, it's not at all. You know, no, but, uh, no. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's see if I can. Get through this so far. Audio's good so far. 22 minutes in. Haven't dropped yet. I'm, I'm into this. Take the poll. Put this in there. I'm yeah, all about it. I'm gonna, I, we're going to base... It's not... It, okay, what you put in the survey will give us ideas. It's not going to be the end-all, be-all. No, no. But, but that looks like a loophole to buy strippers as a work expense. Does. And I'm about that. And we have precedence <laughs> for it now because somebody actually requested it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, oh wait i gotta do this over here so when i play the outro today you're gonna have to tell me when it's over okay oh crap when i play the commercials you're gonna have to tell me when they're over yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a thumbs up when it's done all right thank you all right all right, for segment one today, this might be a long one. We'll find out because I'm not going to break it up into, into multiple segments. This is just going to be one video. The, the goal for today is we're going to take a look at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Revised. And why Revised? Because that's the PDF I have. And we're going we're to look at that so that people can get an idea of what to expect and also maybe take a look at what improvements come from Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja Turtles and other strange redux. I'm not saying redo. Uh, so Kevin and Sean are supposed to be back on the show next week as we help to close out the Kickstarter for them. Again, the last 48 hours are great. I hope they're on every show available. 
I hope they hit Nerd Immersion. I hope they hit the Evil DM. I hope they hit uh, I don't know, is it OGGM. I don't know who else has ever ever asked for them. Uh, gaming with ADHD. I hope they make the rounds everywhere, whether you like me, hate me, whatever. I, I really I want to see them on every show possible. So in that last forty eight hours, I hope they get literally no sleep because you know that's how you close out a Kickstarter. But we're going to talk to them next week. But before we get to that point, we want to look at what the book shows now so that you can compare. And we'll start doing that in just a moment. The core values of hashtag RPGate and any good tabletop group are escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, and natural organic inclusion, not forced diversity. Please follow that QR code or refer to the description below for the link to the charity we support, which is the Wounded Warrior Project. Thursdays and Saturdays, you can watch the Dirty Casuals on twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. Fridays and Sundays, you can watch the Friday Night Chill Stream and RPG Digest on our YouTube and Rumble channels. Please leave us a comment with your thoughts and experiences, and if you like our gaming content, please be sure to subscribe to Legion of Myth. Okay, well that's good. I can actually see it go way off the screen. There's gonna be a nerd immersion on Monday. That's that's cool. I, I, apparently that dude hates us, but whatever. <laughs> I, I heard rumors, but that's that, but there's a big channel, and it's good to see that uh, Kevin and Sean are going there. So good stuff. All right, uh, that is the segment one overlay, and uh, here's the TMNT book, the revised book. Again, it's pretty old PDF. Let's make that just a touch bigger. There we go. And let's see what we got in here. Do, 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 do. Now, this is revised edition, so this is going to be more in line with the, like, the first edition of the game. Right. And, you know, not everything has a second edition that I'm aware of. Like, Ninja Super Spies doesn't have a second edition, right? Some no, things are just... No, I got them. I've revised and then some things are just automatically second edition because of when they are produced. Pretty much anything after Rift's Ultimate, I think, is considered second edition. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, uh, so this goes back to you might see a, um, less rules, less fluff, and more get your butt into the action. So, let's take a look. Now, the main things we're going to look at today is we're going to look at character creation. We're not going to fully create a character, but we're going to talk about, because if you're used to Rifts, or even what, Beyond the Super, pretty much every game except for Heroes Unlimited, right? Uses OCCs? Um, Heroes Unlimited, this game, there is another one. I'm, I'm blanking on it, but... Does um, Ninja Super Spies use... use uh, that uses education? Yes, it uses education. Yeah, okay. Yes. So this is one of the education-style games, so we'll take a look at that in a moment. Uh, talk about what role playing is. Now, there are a couple of cool things in this that we're actually taking out of the updated after the bomb, which would be like the second edition of this. And one of them I really want to look at because it, to me, this is one of the fascinating parts of the game. It's one of the first decision points in the game. And that's are you going to be team characters or not? Now, Right off the bat here, first step, you guys should know Palladium by now. This is not a this is not an introduction to Palladium. We have way too many videos on stuff like that, so we're gonna breeze through a lot of this. It's typical roll up your eight stats. Uh IQ M E. Where's M A? There's a typo. No. IQ M E M A. So intelligence, mental endurance, mental affinity, which is missing for some reason, physical strength, physical prowess, physical endurance, physical beauty, and your speed. And this goes back to the old days where speed gives you a dodge bonus. And yes, we are going to look at the weasel today and find out why it is so overpowered. (laughs) 
<laughs> in the first edition, not in the yeah. second. Uh, so there's your IQ. Oh, look, MA. Hey, there's not, MA. But it's not bold. bold. It's not bold for some reason. Maybe it's just not that important here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, hit points. Hit points are determined by rolling six-sided die and adding result to your physical endurance. I don't think that's changed across Palladium. Has it, uh, is that still the same? Because, you, again, you remember more of this than I do when it comes directly to Palladium. It's still PE plus 1d6, right? Unless un unless you get some kind of special power because of your animal, then it, it could alter. But the base is your physical endurance plus 1d6 per level. Um, By the way, you got a lot of angry comments about melee uh, from your last I video. Know, I, 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 uh, when, when it first came out, I tried to intercept them, and then they became multitude <laughs> legion. But hey, we got the answer. Melee yeah. means melee round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I and in the comments on that video, if you if you look up my response, it's like I just I just take the L. I, I take the loss on that one. That's on me. I was I was befuzzled. wasn't wasn't thinking clearly. Well, sometimes and we just, use ho uh, house terminology. Like yeah. yeah. How many times do we call? It's not an excuse. Not an excuse. I was super wrong. All right. And uh, and uh, it's it's apparent for everyone to see. And I just gotta. I was going to take a loss on that. That's how it is. So one of the things you do not want in this game is a 29 strength. Why 29? Why is that? Why so specifically that? Because this gives you a plus 13 to damage. This gives you a plus 15 damage. This only gives you a plus 1.4. Oh, my God. Yep. You don't want 29. <laughs> yep. I see it. <laughs> now you can't unsee it, can you? Nope. <laughs> um, but look, and here's speed. And this is to dodge. So if you got yourself a 20 dodge, you're getting plus two to... Or plus uh, 20 speed. 20 speed. You get plus two to dodge on top of what your physical prowess bonus may or may not be. Which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're not going to go with what that chart means. Just like I said, I wanted to show some of this. All right. Uh, Heathen Dog, can you do me a favor? Can you start rolling some percentile dice? I'd like you to start figuring out what animal you're going to be. Because the right way to do this is to roll your animal up randomly. Not to do pick with your favorite one. So what did you get? Hang on. I had to get my two ten sided out. That first handful only had one. Yeah, I think everything first edition had the dodge bonus. Uh, thank you, Darius. Appreciate that. Second handful didn't have any. This is getting weird. Oh, no detents at all. <laughs> I got one. Oh, there's, there it is. There it is. Okay. There's right. a lot of dice in here. Yes, roll it for your fursona. All right. 73. 73. You are wild. I'm a wild boy. Okay, not a wild bird. Just wild, wild boy. Uh, is that wild? Wild animals. Okay, give me another percentile roll. All right, roll on it. 48. 48. You're an alligator. Alligator. That's funny because the last TMNT game I ran on Andrews, I think Rick was the alligator. Somebody rolled up yeah. the alligator. So we'll take a look at alligator in a little bit. Just remember, you're an alligator. So what's the cause of your mutation? Go ahead and roll. Again, oh, percentile. Here we go. 63. Uh, WJ, the Triceratons are in transdimensional TMNT. They are not in this one. You said 63? Yep, a oh, deliberate experimentation. Deliberate. Yep, they did this to you on purpose. Now go ahead yep. and roll again. Son of a bitch. 88. Oh, wow. 88 is, uh-oh. On, on the next, the next, next page. <laughs> 88 is highly trained as a specialist using the character's natural abilities. Education is equal to three years of college. You won't have to roll in the education. No? Nice. So, 
select three skill programs. And this is where things are going to be a little different than most of the, not all, but most of the games. And we'll talk about what that means. Select three skill programs and eight secondary skills. What we are not going to do is actually do that. We're just going to look at what skill programs are. Sure. Skill bonus of plus 15% on all scholastic skills. So your skill programs. And the character is treated, was treated as a slave and eventually escaped. So Alligator Man over here ran away. He's like, I, you are not going to turn me into boots. I'm out. Yep. So, and and of course, of course, I used the sewer. Of course I did. Yeah, alligators in the sewer, you got to. Alligators Go in the sewer. Mutant alligators in the sewer. It's a thing. I Go ahead used and roll it. 3D6. It 3D6, you say? Yep. You know, a full right. dice set. <laughs> Add them up. Mm-hmm. 12. So you left with $120,000. Oh, daddy's got bag. In 1985 money, by the way. Oh, my God. That's even better. All right. So let's see what the what the uh, organization was. Well, obviously, they were bad. But yeah, but I was a slave. How bad? Ot 3. A biological research facility. It was, uh, was it uh, um, Monsanto? <laughs> <laughs> We didn't mean to make a mutant alligator. We we wanted to make a corn that grew on rocks, but you know it happened. Whatever. So a heathen dog just made COVID gator. <laughs> so um, roll only if educated as a wild animal. Uh, go ahead, yeah, go ahead and roll again. Okay. Wait, hold on. I don't think that the uh, hold on. Is that right? Covid experimentation. I thought you already got. Yeah, you already got your education. I already got three, but yeah. it said roll. Roll if uneducated wild animal or educated wild animal. Just says roll percent. Roll only if educated as a wild animal. What, what do you get? For, hold on. Just small number. Who knows? 14 secondary skills. Yeah, these go. These. No. You already have your education level. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I was a slave, but I, they, they taught me how to read and write. So that's nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now you have bio points. Now we have to look at the animals. So we're going to have to go find the alligator. And this is not a PDF where you can. Just click on and yeah. link you. Oh, so we're gonna, we're gonna have to find. Hold on. You know it'd be easier for me to do it out of the actual book. There you go. Actual book. So alligator. There's the ape. So the alligators can be right around there, right? Apparently not. Okay. Oh, Walter is correct. Yeah, Florida man. I'm uh, I am the quintessential Florida man now. <laughs> I have an education that I didn't earn. I am I'm an insane. Uh, half man, half alligator. I live in the sewer, and I probably, probably have meth. I'm just saying I probably do. I mean, it's Florida, right? So odds are. Alligators, page 29. Okay, weird guy says, all this science to mutate an alligator into a college-educated sapient being, but nobody can figure out how to clone Claudia Schiffer? I'm calling BS on this one. No, you know what I'm doing? I'm saying that, yes, the, the moment that Dolly the Sheep was cloned, I knew, I knew every billionaire and trillionaire is about to get a brand new clone body of insert old supermodel here who's now 20 again in their room. I knew that was going to happen. And it has. It has. You had no proof of that. No, it's just one of those inevitable things, you know? Like, I have no proof the sun will come up tomorrow. But I'm willing to bet you a dollar that it will. Okay. okay, so you're an alligator, which is size level nine. Now, humans are size level 10, or generally, it's like between, uh, I think it's eight and 10 or eight and 11. I forget what it is, but we're generally size level 10-ish. So you're about human size. Sure. And uh, build is long, 
So we're not going to roll up how tall you are and all that stuff, but that means you're going to be, you know, tall and skinny. I mean, if you think about it, alligator is pretty long, right? You know, compared yeah, yeah, to how yeah. wide it is. Um, total bio points is 40. Now you need to spend these bio uh, bio e points. I always call them bio points. People get mad at me for that. It's just habit. Um, you spend these bio e points on getting hands, speech. Now my games, I have requirements. Mm-hmm. You will be full hands. You will be full biped. You will be full speech and you will be none looks. That's just, that's my requirement for playing my games. That doesn't mean you have to do that. That's just how I want it in my game because that's how I want it. Now, at your table, you might have different uh, different opinions. I hate partial speech because people try to do the whole parrot talk the other the entire time, and it's annoying. Uh, I'd rather you have no speech. Uh, and then people end up complaining. They think that the game master is going to hand wave the fact. Well, I have partial hands. Well, great. Now you have penalties to fire a gun. Really, really can can I do? No, it says in the book you're going to have penalties to fire a gun. So yes, I'm not going to let you not spend the points and then not have the freaking penalty. But I'm an it's, alligator. I, I, I chomp. I chomp. You can. Well, let's see what kind of powers you can get. Now, you remember after the bomb had a whole ton of powers, right? Yeah. TMNT does not. That's that's fine. After the bomb had a whole ton of garbage in the introduction. And TMNT does not either. And it makes it a better game. So okay. I'm happy. So uh, you can spend 15 bio E points for light natural armor, AR6, SDC20. That almost seems worthless. A- 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 AR6? Yeah, that's yeah. not. But, you know, the, the, the 20 overall plus SDC, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. But I got skills for that. So because whatever. your size level will determine your SDC. You're starting your base SDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, medium body armor, 8 for an SDC uh, with SDC of 40. 40 for armor rating of 0. No, it's 10. Uh, SDC of 60. You can do Still, 5. And it's pretty low, man. I don't know. Yeah, true. I mean, for if you're. 45 points, that seems a little weak. Well, if you really want armor, you want to be an armadillo or a turtle. Yeah, fair. Those are the ones with the actual really good. I think turtles are 16 or something like that, but only from behind. (laughs) Uh, You can get hold breath, which is pretty cool. You can have swim equal to a competitive swim skill, 80%, basically a professional swimmer, and you can get quick run because, you know, alligators do that little charge. Yeah, Yeah. burst speed thing. Uh, maximum distance of 200 feet plus two to dodge while running and can only do it once every third melee round. I added okay. the word run. But anyway, you, that, you can choose those for powers. Now, you're not going to be able to afford all the powers. No, no. The, the idea is for you to pick and choose what works for you. And all of those generally work. Uh, let's go back down. We didn't talk about your bonus. You get plus three to physical strength, plus one to physical endurance, and plus one to speed, which is weird, but okay. Anyway, let's... Uh, what does all that mean? Who cares right now? This, again, this is just an overview. We're not diving deep into the game, but I want to just put, you know, put that out there, let you see what you get. But let's go look at the BioE chart, which I think is right before all of this. Uh, there's animal powers. For the, the bio, oh, is it really before the skills? Crap. What page are we on? 24. Let's do 15. Alignment, typical alignment. There we go. So physical size chart. So I always say six is where you want to be. That's a sweet spot. Really? You start at nine and you get, what's that? I'm going to be a little boy. Well, you are, but that's all zeros and gives you the most points for powers. So really you have no negatives and now you can spend more on, on getting like hold breath or whatever. Now, if you don't want that stuff, that's fine. If you just want the size, then take the size. You can absolutely do that. 
No, it depends on the animal you roll up. I think with the alligator, so it'd be 30 points for hands, biped, and voice. So I'd have 10 left over. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I could up that to an 11 because it's five points per step. And then, but then a minus one speed. Oh, well, I got a bonus because I'm an alligator, so all good. But these are cumulative. This is something humans don't get. Yeah. So he got a plus three to his strength. Just by he, spending nothing. Just by being an alligator. And just then he being. spends the extra 10 points that he has there. Not on any powers at all. Screw all the powers. I just want to be bigger. He gets another plus five. So if he rolled a 15, we'd go right under, you know, the, the bonuses. Mm -hmm. He adds eight more to that. He has a 23 strength. Well, this is just for size, right? There is the alligator one, too. Well, that, like that's, if you're an alligator, you get plus three strength. Yeah, that's I already added in. This is plus five. Oh, you add that in? Okay. Plus three, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You did. So okay. it'd be 15 plus eight. And this is where he'd roll his size because he was long. And if he did that, he'd be 84 plus 2d6 inches if he went with size 11. We're oversimplifying sure. here, but that's fine. Team characters. I'm actually going to read this one because team characters is something that's interesting about this game. In Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, players can choose to roll up their characters as a team. There is no limit to the number of players who join the group. The main disadvantage of team characters is that the players lose some of the flexibility and diversity that came with a mixed group of hero characters. On the other hand, there are important bonuses that characters receive when players create their characters as a group. First of all, characters each receive a skill level bonus for each player who participates in the team. Secondly, all of the team characters in the group receive a special group bonus on attributes. This will all be explained in a moment. In order to use team character rules, players must declare their intention to be a group before they roll up their characters. All the team character players decide that they will create their characters in the same time, at the same time, sorry, and they will have exactly the same powers or abilities. Therefore, all team characters must be based on the same animal must have the same background and must all spend their bioe points on exactly the same abilities oh, okay okay so this is the idea that you came out of a process it's 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 a uh, recreatable and it's been done three four five eight times and that's the player group i mean you're well, all this literally represents the teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah yeah i mean you're all the same animal be because the the process used the same steps with the same with the same starting animal so you get the same result in in physicality but in men in mentality or powers that's where the randomness comes in i see that i see that yep uh so okay so therefore all team characters must base be based on the same animals have the same background uh, bio e points exact same ability growth levels human attributes and psionics i've seen people oh. hand wave the psionics yeah yeah that that's more of a lucky deal not well, what, of... what they do is they say you you get the same amount of points for the psionics, but if you want to have, say, I, I forget what the psionics are because I I don't allow them in my game. But telepathic you... speech is, yeah. I'm sure, is one of them. And another one would be uh, detect enemy or some yeah. some nonsense you, like you that. You can swap them up. Yeah, yeah. As long as you spend the same amount of points, you can you can get what you want. I understand. That's what I've seen most people do. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm on board with that because psionics should be much more random. I think the bio e points should be more random too, but that's personal opinion. And I, I don't do that though. Uh, of course, some variations do occur. Even identical twins usually have different interests and personalities. So each member of the group rolls their attributes individually, but there's an attribute.
bonus. Every time one of the players gets to roll an extra six-sided die for an exceptional attribute, all the members of the team get wow. that same bonus. So if, wow. you, if you roll that 16 strength, and then you roll another you know, four on top of that, everybody gets plus four to the strength. Wow. Team characters are powerful, man. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pre now, now you're losing. You're losing on uh, individuality. On, yeah, yeah. You're you're losing on you know the the amount of tricks you have in your pocket that you can pull out. You're all basically the same dude with the same bag of stuff, but it's just stronger stuff. Do you know what I usually see for team characters? What's that? Birds. That makes sense. Because you have flight, so you get the you get the advantage of flight. You get the advantage of having the attribute bonuses. It's it's not cheating, but it's definitely like uh, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna go all out with it. Yep. So uh, let's, let's look at the example. Gorba Chirp of the Sparrow Eagles rolled a seventeen for his PE. He then raised his PE to twenty-two by rolling a five on the additional six-sided. All the other sparrows would, sparrows would also get to add five to their PE. So imagine if you were the one that rolled low, you only had an eight. Well, now you have a 13. Now, to be fair, does that really matter? Well, hit points. Yeah. Uh, if another Sparrow Eagle also got to roll an additional die for EP, then all of them could choose whatever roll was highest for their bonus. Oh, okay. So you don't get another bonus. You just take the <laughs> highest of the, of the many that have been, of the many that possibly have been rolled. That's great. Can you be a dolphin? Yes, in one of the books. It might even be this one. Um, is a dolphin in this one? Why would you want to be an intelligent dolphin? I saw Johnny Mnemonic. That guy did not have a good life. <laughs> that that giant fish tank he was in was gross. Uh, I didn't see it in this book. Uh, the major advantage of team characters is that the characters receive a collective group bonus in the form of additional skill levels. Well, what's a skill level in Palladium? Well, if I'm if I remember, if I'm thinking correctly, is that. Uh, uh, a skill level is how many levels you've advanced in that skill since you got it. So the team and T are a perfect example of such a group. The four of them are not only possessed of animal powers, but also result of physical training. This makes perfect sense when you consider how they helped each other grow up and learn. It is, after all, much easier to learn martial arts when you have partners to practice and experiment with. Therefore, there's a skill bonus level, a skill level for my God, there's a bonus skill level for each additional member of the team. This is not an additional experience level. It applies only to scholastic, physical training, and secondary skills. Wow, secondary okay. skills. That's that's impressive. The three-member team of the Sparrow Eagles received two bonus skill levels. Teams of Ninja Turtles got a three because there are four of them. In there. So what is this, how, how does this work? Gorpa Chirp has scholastic skill in computer programming. Ordinarily, he would have a 45% proficiency. But with his team bonus, he adds another 10%. Because if you remember, or if you know how the game works, you get 45 plus 5 per level for computer programming. Right. Now, you could have 60 plus 3. You could have 45 plus 5. You know, it depends on the skill. You have to look at your skill. But so, uh, because it's plus 5 per level, and he gets a bump up of 2 because he has three people in a two bonus here, right here. Let me highlight it. He was received two bonus skill levels, skill level one, skill level two, five plus five is 10. So he adds 10. So for 55% proficiency, all the Sparrow, Eagle, Sparrow Eagles are trained to hand-to-hand -hand martial arts. Each has attained level three proficiency. That right the there gate. is very powerful. 
very powerful because if if you can get free levels in hand to hand combat or weapon training or anything dumb like that, every level is going to give you a bonus to hit, a bonus to dodge, a bonus attack. You know, like it's 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 gonna get real ridiculous real quick. This is why I say. <laughs> Palladium needs to change the term from levels to ranks. Rank would be more, I'm not going to say appropriate, but telling. It would it would be more obvious what they mean. Exactly. But the explanation is there. All right. So that's team characters. And that's one of the things that I really like about the original TMAT. Now, most of the groups I was in didn't use it because people really wanted to be the animal they wanted to be. Yeah. Which, you know, it's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And as long as the entire group's for it actually makes making adventures easier because <laughs> you see how ridiculously powerful uh, you can get. All right. So this shows what it means to have partial or full looks and, you know, on down the line. Well, what, what what's that? Copy paste, copy paste picture. Why? That's what a werewolf. Mean? It's a freaking werewolf. Oh, okay. It's copy and pasted from other Palladium books. Well, this one probably came out before the other played. Well, maybe not playing fantasy, but no, not not fantasy and not uh, mechanoids. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Alignments. We've gone over palladium alignments forever to this day. We still think that they're the best alignments in the game. Notice yep. uh, or if you're going to see, I don't like alignments, but if you're going to use them, this is the right way He's to palladium. use them. Yep. I would even say take your alignments from here and put them in D&D. Make a lot better. That'd be great. Um, experience point system. There we go is different than most games. You don't get them based on the hit die a creature or whatever. Um, this is about how well you role play and are engaged. I, I would say engaged with the session. Yeah. And the cool thing is you don't have to succeed to get experience points. Having a plan is experience points. The plan failing doesn't mean you didn't have a plan. You still get the experience points, but you'll get more if it was a good plan. That makes sense, right? You know, good plan, better than bad plan. I get it. I get it. And if you if you put your life in danger woo, and you end up surviving, that's great experience right there. That's good stuff. Saving lives, experience. Even if you lose the fight, doesn't matter. The, the, the bad guy beat you. You had to run away. But before then, you save three lives, put yourself in mortal danger, and uh, uh, you fed a puppy. All of that is going to give you experience points. No matter what, whether you win or lose. Uh, Von solves everything you write. The turtles start at level four in their hand to hand skill. That absolutely right. Remember, so it'd be so if you have four in your group, you're gonna get plus three skill ranks or skill levels. Sorry, uh, you're gonna get so whatever percentage that is, but you're gonna start at level four in your in your hand to hand skill, hand to hand and weapon. Yeah, weapon skills. So, uh, I know some people don't like this chart i do one of the big complaints i hear about palladium when it comes to uh, experience points and you guys are going to hate my game when i finish it because it's even worse is the fact that once you hit about fourth or fifth level it's really takes a really long time to start leveling up right but you know what palladium has over many many almost every other game it's so front-loaded who cares yeah yeah i mean level one the difference between level one and level two is worthless the difference between level one and level five is now discernible. Like, yeah, you're the, the level five is probably going to win, but a level one versus level two or three, it's a toss up. It's I've a toss seen up. level ones compete with level 15s. I have not seen them compete as in like, you know, 
people would think they have a possibility of winning, but uh, I understand why they would think so. I, I've seen it happen. Uh, they didn't win, but I but I've seen it happen. I, I, I ran the scenario in TMNT, and so it has to do with planning, and it has to do with die rolls as well. But that's the point. You're not going to find that in D and D. You're not going to find a level one character even coming close. The level fifteen character is going to sleep through all of your attacks. That's bad role playing. Well, I'm just using the game mechanics, right? Yeah, it's 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 very similar to uh to Sao. Remember the the, the Sao abridged when uh when 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 Kirito was on the bridge and the 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 gang of people were just slicing and slicing, but he was so high level that his auto regeneration yeah. was more than their DPS. That's exactly what you're looking at between a level one and a level fifteen, depending on the class. You know, there, there are some classes that are weaker than others, but if you have a super warrior class and he's level 15 and, and then he, some, some butthurt, uh, rogue scholar comes up, he's level one. So I'm going to kill you. He's probably not going to win. So I would actually say, uh, argue that riffs heroes unlimited and, um, and played in fantasy are different in this regard. We're actually level 15. Yeah. Level ones don't have a chance, No, but in TMNT, even ninjas and super spies. And if you take out the superpower aspect of Heroes Unlimited, I would say that they have, if you're just playing by your, your attack abilities, I would say that they, they have a chance, not a good one, but they have it. No. There's always a chance, <laughs> but all right. Do you get anything in TMNT for advancing levels? Well, yeah, it's just oh, yeah. like it's just like every other Palladium game. You get your skill ups, you get your hand to hand bonuses, your you get weapon extra proficiency secondary bonuses. skills at odd or even levels mm -hmm. or whatever. So, so you do uh, get more stuff. You do get more stuff, and and the stuff you have, you get better at. Mm -hmm. And after so, you go to fifteen levels, it's you're you're probably expert at so many things that betting on the other horse is probably a bad idea. So we got scholastic skills here. Now, he got to pick three skill programs. Now, there are yep. some rules. We're not going to dive into the rules here if you can't take espionage, medical doctor, blah, blah, blah. We're not, we're not going to get into that because I don't care right now. If you play the game, worry about that stuff. We're just showing you what's here. But for people who are used to the OCC system where it just tells you, here are your OCC skills, here are your OCC-related skills that you get to pick and like, add in a couple secondary skills. Well, these are skill programs. So let's show what are these skills programs and what do they mean? Communication is always a, a good one. Uh, actually, that's skill listed by category. The skill programs. Oh, there we go. Communication program. This is what you get with that program. So pretty much all everything. those skills. You say this is my program. You get all. I get three programs. Three. If I took communications as my first program, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight skills right there. I got two more programs to go. Now. If I want to be a physical fighter type guy, I'm probably going to, going to take some kind of physical training program. So that that's well, going to be one. We'll get there in a moment. One of the things I wanted to show, though, is this used to confuse me when I was younger. It doesn't anymore, but when I was younger, it did. What is this communication program? But here's the communication list. But I don't see read sensory equipment. At one point, I had it penciled in because I thought these were synonymous. They're not. Skill program is like taking college courses. Sometimes you take courses outside of your direct discipline. This is just the communication category just to organize the skill list. Has nothing to do with the program. The program, I want to be a communications expert, communications engineer. This is what you're going to get. And it's going to include a couple of things that aren't in this list. I don't know why that confused me. Um, let's see. Uh, electro, electrical... Uh, 
electrical program. You get electrical engineer surveillance systems, computer repair, and robot electronics, but that's at a minus 40%. Yeah. And that's pretty common across all of Palladium, by the way. Uh, let's look at medical. Oh, no, let's not look at medical. Military. Hand-hand basic. You know, they, they teach you how to fight a little bit. Yeah. Demolition, demolition uh, disposal. I mean, not the Air Force, but, you know. No. <laughs> They're showing you how to throw a grenade, plant a bomb, and, uh-oh, we got to get EOD in here. And pilot and a tank. Pilot tank. I didn't see that one coming. Everybody I gets a pilot tank if they're in the military. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see that coming. I mean, I, I must have been sick that day. I didn't get I didn't get that training. The point is, is it's meant to be thematic, right? So, uh, you know, read sensory equipment. That's so you can actually use the instruments in the tank. Yeah, that that's the problem. See, uh, with modern guns or or future guns, it's not just point and shoot. It's program and shoot. And read sensory equipment is going to be very vital in you hitting your target. So let's look at these physical programs. Well, so if he takes physical program, he can select four. That's four question, physical skills. Question for you. Shoot. Can you take the the physical program twice? I believe so. It I, I don't remember it saying that I it said take three. It didn't say take three, but you can't you can't take the same one twice. You can take the same one twice, and some some books i may not be remembering but you actually get a skill bonus if you get the if you get the same skill twice or or the highest number it's one it's one or the other skill program can only be sec uh, selected once unless otherwise stated now this wasn't a gotcha question for him i was actually I looking it up myself because i was like i thought it was only once and thank god i just found it right there so this is not a gotcha unless, heathen dog unless, at all yeah. um, but I've got to be honest with you. My, I had people cry and cry heavily over the fact that I only allowed them to take physical program one time. Well, my, See, all my other game masters let me take it multiple times. Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. But you, you know, these people all have the, the same idea that they don't understand the secondary skills. Secondary skills are awesome because you can choose physical skills that do not have percentages on them. So it, it, it doesn't matter that you're not getting the plus 15% from your scholastic achievements. So you take secondary skill of, uh, of, uh, weightlifting, bodybuilding and running, mm -hmm. and you'll get, you'll, you'll get your physical strength, physical endurance and speed attribute as a, as a, as a die roll bonus. Cause there really is no percentage to be worried about. And some of them, uh, like, like boxing, gymnastics, and Acrobatics. one other one, you actually can't, get with secondary skills you have to get with the program skill so you would have to get the physical program to get those skills my, my argument was always this look i know you're trying to i didn't use this term then but i know you're trying to be a murder hobo but uh no you you're supposed to be more well-rounded and, and then i would use the same thing heathen dog said you got 12 secondary skills this game compared to riffs gives a lot more secondary skills so mm -hmm. you've got all these this room for secondary skills just Take them as secondary skills at that point. I also don't, I mean, house rule for me is I don't allow you to take gymnastics and acrobatics. There's a couple caveats to that, but depends on your background. I mean, yes, I but that's very nuanced. If you did actually roll up the ninja background, I will let you do it. Or, or hear me out. Your animal is a lemur. Well, I would also say, wait till we get there, the weasel. <laughs> if, you, if you're going to go that route, wait till we look at that overpowered <laughs> nonsense. Anyway, so 
what a lot of people do is take physical program for four. Then they'll take the weapon proficiencies program. So they get three more. And this one you can take multiple times. At least I seem to remember you can. I probably shouldn't say it that definitively. But uh, yeah, just based on what you want your character to do, you probably want some additional skill outside fighting because a lot of things have to be solved without fighting. But right, anyway, right. I mean, that's that's either for you, you burn a skill program or you allocate four five of your you know 10 to 12 15 secondary skills for cooking or sewing or accounting or whatever you know to to fill out to to make you a real life person so it goes into secondary skills and gives you the yeah. full list of secondary yeah, skills look, look at have. the physical skills physical hand-to-hand yeah. basic hand-to-hand martial arts but i believe it costs more uh athletics bodybuilding climbing probably notice that boxing's not in there gymnastics is not in there acrobatics, Acro- acrobatics is not in there because they have wrestling be- wrestling's not in there either. wrestling's not in there hold on yep no wrestling's not in there either. yeah if, if it's not on the secondary skill list that means you have to take it as a program yep. in your program list you have to choose this so choose wisely you know you have to plan out plan out your skills a little bit you're going to need it and if I remember correctly, this typo is actually in the main book, too, because <laughs> I, re- I recognize that one. Um, all right. We're not going to look through all the skills. The next thing we're going to look at, we're going to look at a couple of animals, I think. Oh, no, no. There's one thing before then. Um, the powers. Yep. So here are the powers. I don't I don't have psionics in my game. I, I just rule it out and say, no, you can't have them. Uh, yeah, I'm a dick like that. I don't like psionics. Number one. I just don't want to deal with them. Uh, it's just something that I've never I've never had a fascination with but if you use them in your game you'll have uh, inner, uh, inner strength points animals differ from other psionic player characters in that they don't spend inner strength points to use powers you'd be like what is this why is this even in the book what are you talking about yeah this is it's, only it's, for people who played other palladium games yeah yeah it's it's superpowers for animals basically yes i mean you yeah there, there, there's no mana spent isp is is psychic mana basically i remember yeah. people yeah. we had a huge argument back in school over this one because I, I, I didn't know what it was because I hadn't played any other play games. Like, why is this in the book? I'm looking for these inner strength points because what can I use them for? I want to know how I can use these things. They're so like, um, you don't in TMNT. I'm like, no, it says it right here. They're inner strength. It's got to be somewhere in this book. It, it's not. It's from other Palladium games. Dude, I was angry. <laughs> like, why are you even mentioning it then? Uh, saving throw against psionic attacks. Who cares? Uh, again, we're, we're not going into the entire game. Animal control. Here's one. It lasts for five minutes. Allows the character to command creatures of his own kind, so he can command other alligators. You are like the uh, the the um, oh my god the nineteen seventies uh, what what the hell is that the fish guy uh, Aquaman, Aquaman. There it is. Yep. Super alligators. Aquaman. So you command the sewers, sir. Super friends, Aquaman. There the you go. War- I mean, damn man, the the stupid monkey gloop or gleep, whatever the hell his name was. The stupid monkey was better than super friends aquaman which is crazy because aquaman is supposed to be a you know basically a demigod but whatever so funny thing is you can't talk to him so you have to have animal speech in order to talk to him god dang it so oh hey look what's next animal speech oh it costs 10 bio e points to have this by the way the reason it doesn't cost isp is because you're actually spending your bio e points for this yes yes it, it's becoming a genetic trait yes rather than an, a power or ability so that's why you don't have to spend isp on it there's animal speech biomanipulation what is that one again oh that's uh, the evil eye thing uh, affects one person attack can be within line of sight exact location creature using biomanipulation can do no other sound i don't care sonic is what 
You have to concentrate. You have to keep it up. Oh, okay. There, there, this is just the generic. There's actually seven different versions of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. It, it gets it gets weird. Oh, there we go. You can blind deaf. I got you right. Okay, I remember you talking about this with Palladium Fantasy. Okay. Yep. Uh, detect psionics, hypnotic suggestion. By the way, uh, mind trap, terror bears, terror bears, terror bears. Um, and what else? Uh, there are a few others. So te- telepathic transmission, mental speech. Mind block. That's always good. See aura. Don't know why you'd care. Sixth sense. Not bold. Good editing. Um, peanut dick. Sorry. <laughs> now, sixth sense. The uh, the uh, main drawback for that power in in uh, every other Palladium book is that you can be drained of ISP because it goes off automatically. You, you can't choose what happens. But what if you don't use ISP? They must have changed the power. It does, it does not, not work, work automatically. That's how they changed it. Yep. yep. Uh, I, again, don't care about all these. You just wanted to show husks. Uh, well, yeah, this is uh, this is now animal power. Oh, uh, oh. flight, glide. yeah, these are animal powers now. Okay, flight, glide. They added more in after the bomb, if you remember, of uh, to the yep. flight. These, this is more simplistic. Heightened senses, advanced vision, night vision, ultraviolet. Again, you'll see this in the animal power. So, what did you? You had hold breath, right? As an option, uh, many yeah. of the animals listed can stay underwater for extended periods of time. It says the animal can hold breath, and the character has that ability. The amount of time the animal can hold breath is two d six plus six minutes. So that's on average about 13 minutes. That's fine. Yeah. The character rolls just once when first rolling up the character. That is the amount of time the character can hold breath. Comfortable. So well, you make your character. You got it now. That's it. Like if, So if you roll low, sorry, you can only do eight minutes. All right. Uh, natural body armor. Uh, again, we're not going over all the palladium you know, game stuff. What is that? Gross. What uh, is that? I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's it's done by Peter Laird, you know, one of the team and the actual team and T guys. So, Peter, what is that? Animal description. Okay, we're we're gonna look at a couple. I, I'm picking the weasel intentionally to show you guys how broken it is. Well, we already did the alligator, so yeah, just hit straight for the weasel and well, see. Do you want to pick what. any any other animal? No, no, okay. head straight for the weasel. All right, we'll go straight to the weasel. Uh oh, what page is that? I think it's actually at the end. Yeah, it looks like it looks to be in alphabetical order. So. Well, it's uh, alphabetical order, also by category, but they have an they have a uh, index here. Weasel is on page forty five. So that'd be like forty eight. Oh no! Hi! Oh God! That no, I didn't like that. So there's your Wolverine. All right. Okay. Here's the weasel. Why is it broken? Let's find out. Size so, level one starts off as a one. Yep. Why is a weasel that small? Uh, well, That's only it, one pound. I mean, I, th- I thought weasels weighed two or three pounds. Uh, according to, well, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a weasel. Yeah, that, that's a nitpick. Whatever. Go ahead. I know they kill snakes. I, I, I don't know much else about weasels. Anyway, so. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, 75 bioe points. That's a lot. Well, but you're going to want to use a lot raising up your size level to something manageable. I get it. Okay. Yes, exactly. So uh, 30 points. Me, I would, oh, I'm sorry. I'd spend 25 points to get myself up to size level six. So that brings me down to 50 right there. And then I would spend 10, 10, 10 on speech, you know, hands, biped speech. And how many does that leave me? 20. What does wait 20? A minute, wait a no, no, you're, you're, you're skipping over just crimes here no no I'm, 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 
let me come back to that. Okay. There's, 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 I'm making a point here. So 25 points brings me down to 50. Sure. Then I'll do 10, 10, 10, which is 30 points right there. So I'm down okay. to 20. Yep. And then I have 20 points for increased metabolic rate. We'll come back to that one. Oh, I saw plus five, plus four, and now I'm crying on the inside. Yeah. Physical prowess plus nine. Yeah. And, and when you're, when you're size level six, you get a bonus too. I, I believe you, I believe you get a bonus to PP. I'm not sure. Maybe no, no, no. Size, size level, level six is zero across the board. Okay. I think five then. If you take size level five, you get a bonus to either speed. Yeah. But PP. then you start losing strength and so forth. And I don't I like think he needs it, man. He's got knives and guns. He's good. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. You, you could. You could. Um, Speed plus seven. Remember, speed in this game also gives you a dodge bonus. Yes. It starts at what? 15 plus one, something like that around there. Because I, I, I know 20 is plus two. Yeah, so somewhere. Right there. I, well, I think this gives you an extra two, uh, depending on where you get it to dodge. Now, what does that increase metabolic rate? Who cares about the ears? Yeah, no one, no one cares about the crap. Increase the power adds plus five to strike on top of the crazy physical prowess you already have. Plus five, plus four to parry and dodge. On top of the crazy speed you already have. Plus two to damage. Well, that's fair. Look at the next one. That is a goddamn war crime. That 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 right there should be in the Geneva Convention, <laughs> Palladium subsection A, paragraph seven. Weasels must die. Plus two attacks per melee. Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> the worst I, thing you can do to unbalance a character is give him more attacks than everybody else. Because now he's a tactical war god. He, he can burn an attack flipping you over and not care. Now let's read this note and see how much it matters. Because this okay. note is supposed to be the balancing feature. This high metabolic rate must be supported with frequent naps and constant eating. The character will have to consume more than their own height and concentrated protein meat every day. The character will also be extremely hyper in constant motion. I've never to this day seen that become a problem, become an issue where it's like, I don't have enough food. I can't do this. Oh, my God. I've never seen that be a problem. No. Uh, no, you've not played in my game. Yeah, and he doesn't actually, allow boxing or or gymnastics unless you have a real, real good, good reason for it. Not everybody's a professional boxer. Sorry, no, no. <laughs> but let's go with that for a moment. You have you have another one. You have your four attacks per round, right? Because you've got sure. you're going to have a hand to hand skill. Yep. And let's not even look at what hand to hand martial arts gives you at the moment. Let's just say you took hand to hand martial arts because you're a weasel. You're going to go all out with your combat ability. Sure. You got four attacks per round. I took boxing. Five. Uh, I'm a weasel. Seven. Seven <laughs> attacks per round at level one. Level Not one. Not even leveled up yet. No. And oh, if you're part here, of a here. weasel freaking goon squad, <laughs> oh my god, you 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 can if you have five weasels in your group, and trust me, weasels start real small. They will fit in the in this clown car. Whatever car that you have is now a clown car full of weasels because you can fit all the weasels in a hatchback, right? So let, let, let's say you have six weasels in your in your commando assassin team, uh, you know, go weasel squad, go weasel, go That's weasel, plus go five weasel. levels to hand to hand combat. You now probably have eight or nine attacks per round. 
you murder an entire football field of enemies before they knew what happened. That's yeah. crazy. Um, Weasel Team 7. <laughs> By the way, I, 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 somebody who had never played the game before said, hey, what character should I make? I said, make a weasel. He got kicked out of the game. <laughs> uh, anybody knows I, I'm talking about Connell. So Violence Hills Everything made a good point. Um, I do seem to remember that uh, in this version of the game, you only got two attacks per round, not four. It wasn't plus two. Okay, it was well, just it, it two. doesn't matter. You're getting two more than everybody else. It actually else. makes it worse because... You, yeah, everyone's got two at level one, and you're riding up with five. Yep. What, the world's gone topsy-turvy, man. Weasels ruin the day. So your weasel team... Oh, level two. So you got your... <laughs> Oh my God! The Weasel Team Seven is an unstoppable killing machine. They they just are a train that will not stop crushing cars. All right, will not stop. Okay, okay. Let's 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 bring this down a notch. Let's bring this down. You do not have Weasel Team Seven. You have Weasel Team Four, right? You have four weasels on your team. That means you get plus love plus three levels to your martial arts. You're level four. You now have. Uh, let's just say two, five. You now have seven attacks per melee, uh, plus to pull punch. It's probably plus plus three to minus. parry dodge on top of all the other on nonsense. top of all the parry and dodges you've already got, which is what plus four from the from the weasel uh, metabolism. I already you've forgot got plus three more, so that's plus seven. Mm. That's not counting your speed, which is also at the beginning of the game plus seven. And if you take running, well, you're just winning <laughs> because no one's hitting you. Because now you have probably a plus 10 to dodge. I mean, it's not an auto dodge, but right. if you decide to dodge, who cares? You, you have more actions than everybody else. Exactly. You have at least two more actions than everybody else. If you have level two in hand to hand and everyone else is level one, you have four more actions than everybody else. You can not only walk in between goddamn raindrops, <laughs> you dodge so well. You get to make two or three actions before people's brains realize what's going on. They blinked and now they're bleeding. They're wondering what happened. Is this God? Does God hate me now? Yes. Weasel Team 4 is on the case. Killing <laughs> God's least favorite people. All right. Then it goes into recovery, uh, you know, damage and so forth. Lots of little comic stuff in here, by the way, all drawn by Eastman and Laird. Um, and you know, we got weapons, you know, typical ninja type stuff. You know, the, one of the few things that I think that Ninjas and Super Spies adds to the game and does add well is uh, are the weapons. I'm not a big fan. I know a lot of people like adding the martial arts from Ninja Super Spies to this game. I don't see a purpose to it. It's all you're doing then is just modifier hunting. Yeah, it's it's doable. I mean, if if you like the martial arts and which you know I do, I do. I don't like chi at all. Chi is chi is bullshit. But the actual martial arts stuff. I, I can take that. I like it. I like it. Same generic rules that uh, you expect from Palladium. Uh, again, a little simplified, but that's because it's an older game. Easier to understand. I remember people used to get all types of crazy about this. Just do a D4 damage to somebody. It's meant to be a, a suppression fire. Yeah. It's meant You're to just like, to kill people with it. You're supposed to scare the shit out of them. And make them not run. Keep them down. And, you know, it's older weapons, but that's fine. Again, 1985, right? 
AK is still a great weapon. Shut up. Fair, yeah, well, you know, I actually was more accurate with the AK than I was with the freaking M16. <laughs> That's sad. Um, again, you're going to look at these prices and be like, wow, I wish we had prices $8 for a t-shirt. I, I wish my red bubble was like that. <laughs> I remember when t-shirts were $8, right? I remember yeah. when, when t-shirts bought at the store were $8. You know, even branded t-shirts like, you know, Disney or Nintendo or whatever. It's still eight, eight to 10 bucks. Now, 25 if you're lucky. Nice little Game Master section here, which I think uh, is well done. It's short. It's not excellent. But if you've never done a game before, it talks real quickly about, hey, this is how a, a typical back and forth might go. Your table will vary, but whatever. And then talks about how to do that. And, uh, let's see. Not here. Uh, where are the adventures I want to look at? More cartoons. Where's the comp? Okay. I'm not going to go into it, but there are multiple adventures in the book. But I don't want to spoil it for you, so I'm not going to show well, what they here's all are. Here's Weasels, which means I'm, you lose. If you're fighting Caesar's, weasels, you lost. Caesar's weasels, yep. Uh, Just lost. Caesar's of, weasels sounds like a team of weasels. If you see a team of weasels <laughs> and they haven't seen you, you can still run. If you see a team of weasels and they have seen you, yeah, you're done. Yeah, because you're not getting away. They are faster than you are. They have more actions than you are than than, than you do. And uh, before you know it, you're going to have both your hamstrings cut. Uh, your your throat slashed and and your and your kidney stabbed. That's that's what happened. You that that's that's the end of you. That that's how that's how you roll now. This is Heathen Dog's coalition character. Yep, yep. He <laughs> he looks like a completely uh, above board scientist. Um, he, <laughs> he he does he does not do illegal experimentations at all. Even though if he did, it'd be for a good cause. But he doesn't do that. Obviously. Obviously. Oh, we got a super chat. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, they were the best of the best on a mission none could attempt left for dead in a foreign war back for revenge they are weasel team seven <laughs> you don't want that you don't want that oh my god it, okay okay now if if everyone remembers rambo right rambo the the the, the second or like first blood technically rambo was yeah. the one after that but uh Rambo goes to goes to Vietnam, finds a finds a POW, tries to come back to the POW, but the brass doesn't want him to. They leave Rambo there. If you do that to Rambo or Weasel Team Seven, Murdoch, I swear to God, they're gonna come Murdoch. for you too. Murdoch, I'm coming for you, dude. You gotta run. You gotta go. I don't know, China, India, somewhere where there's a lot of people where they're not going to find you so fast. Maybe you got a couple years to live your life before before Rambo or Weasel Team 7 comes to find you. And they will find you. And then that'll be the end of you. And your story's done. Oh, Raphael's anarchist. I didn't realize that. <laughs> wow. Really? I mean, he, he is the jerk of the group. Yeah, he's he's the, he's a jerkwad, so I get it. Uh, all right. So there we go. Uh, that's uh, there's nothing else really to show here. I just want to do an overview, kind of show how it's laid out. Uh, there's oh, there's Shredder. Should I, should I give away his? Uh, He's very round stats. looking. He should be more sharper, angular. This is the way Shredder was done. But I mean, this is uh, this is Eastman Laird, right? Yeah, this is Eastman and Laird eighty five. Yeah. So no, I get it, but he you know, being more angular would make him look menacing, more more menacing than being covered in you know knives. There's there's your sparrow eagles. I don't want to mess with them either. 
But why yeah, are you flying? I got my sword out while I'm flying. <laughs> it just seems weird to me. What is that? That's a beaver. What the hell? Oh, hamster. Hamster. That's great. No, I got I got one here. This makes him actually worse. John Longshore says Google says weasels have no long term memory. Guess what? That means they're coming at you with a vendetta because you hurt them so badly it became muscle memory to hate your guts and no matter what trauma you put them through they get no ptsd <laughs> so they are 100 percent combat effective at all times man that's 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 worse that's that's a horrible nightmare so there we go. That's TMNT. Now, now again, just a very quick overview. That's that was all the intent was. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, we look forward to Kevin and Sean popping in next week. Uh, like I said to help. I, I don't know for the first it doesn't matter, but you know, the, again, the last forty eight hours is so important uh, for the Kickstarter. The first forty eight and last forty eight. That's when you tend to do the best. And I think we're the first of that last forty eight hours. So it'll be great to see. If it's over a million, I think by going on a uh, by going on nerd immersion, they'll be over a million by the time next week happens. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, and then ultimately, let's we'll do a comparison whenever we get the books next year and and see what, what's better. Because uh, Sean was very adamant about uh, they're going to change some terminology here. They're going to uh, update some layout there. You know, it's something to make it a little bit. Not change the rules, just change it to make it more accessible to a modern player. And we'll see what that is. I, again, I had no problem. I agree with Sean 100% when I say I, was, I wasn't 10, but I was like 14, 15 or whatever when I played this. And we got it. Like, so I don't understand why people are it's so confusing. There's no, you know, but I guess modern players have a weird expectation that the game dictates everything to them. That's just, I don't understand. So we'll see, we'll see what it does. Okay, now I got to start from Mar. I got to start a chat from Mar Hawkman here, and the reason I start is because I've heard you say something similar many times before. Uh, if you take boxing by the book, you get an extra action no matter what. Yep. But I've heard you say like this on uh, multiple occasions that if you have trained in boxing, the extra action should be for. Say it with me. Unarmed attacks, yes. Yeah, unarmed attacks, right. And and Mar Hawkman is of the same vein. But I want to tell you that is a house rule. It is. By the rules of the game, if you take boxing, you just get an extra attack. Now I get it. I get it. All right. The idea is that you've trained your body to react more quickly. And that that uh that training goes over into many different aspects of combat. I understand that. I get it. Is it overpowered? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Is it fair to only give that extra attack for hand-to-hand -hand combat or unarmed combat? Yes. I would not walk away from a table that had that house rule. That's fine. But by the rules, you just get that extra attack. Absolutely. And, and part of that, remember, a lot of palladium, you know, when people say it's oh clunky, oh, it's it's like, no, some of it's too simplistic. And that's one of the areas, I shouldn't say too simplistic. Some of it's really simplistic. And that's one of those areas. Why convolute the situation? Like, well, I got six melee attacks, but only four range right. attacks. Just you get an extra attack. So I get it. I yeah. absolutely house rule that down. So. OK, uh, go ahead and uh, throw up any comments that we want to look at. Uh, I didn't read this one all the way, but let's do it here. 
Okay. Uh, according to Palladium's own webpage on combat, boxing is when fighting and hand-to-hand only, not range combat, not flying a jet, just close-range fighting. Okay, now if they have a rata on their website, that's great, but by the book, in every book I've read that has boxing as a skill, it just says, <laughs> yeah, we argued this a lot. It just says plus one attack per melee. That's it. It doesn't say only hand unarmed, only hand to hand, only this, only that, only when the sun's full, whatever. D- sun's full. Only only when when the moon is full and, and then the sun is shining and and the the doctor is in the, his TARDIS. Whatever. Only when that. No 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 none of that. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Uh, real quickly, Patty's part of the game is apparently uh, doing a, a rumble raid or something similar to that on us. So thanks all the folks that are coming by on the rumble Thank side. You. Say hello. My audio is still working an hour and a half later, so I just yeah. jinxed it. I know, but yep. I got through my segment, so it doesn't matter if my audio pops out now. Um, <laughs> That's great. So I'm having severe issues with my computer today that somehow I made it through my segment. So yes, um, I, I would appreciate it since uh, we're not don't have any more comments. No, nothing. Okay, so please like, subscribe, share. Uh, let me go find our, our my little. Oop, there it is. Subscri- like, subscribe, share. Really appreciate you guys. Uh, stay tuned for Heathen Dog to talk about. Uh, apparently, you can't uh, uh, an acronym you can't say even though it's a book cover on Twitch. Oh, God, people. <laughs> but, NGR stands for New German Republic. Yes, that's what it stands for. Riffs. Get over it. World Book Five, Triax, and the NGR, and and I'm interested in this one because one of my uh, one of the things I do like about Rifts, and I've, I, yeah, I look forward to in Rifts is more robots, more Borgs, more metal. I'm not into the Wormwood stuff. I'm into the the metal, maybe the more science fiction. So this is a book I do have it. I have not read through it yet, so I'm absolutely looking forward to see. I think I think the pilot, uh, my pilot in the game that we played in, I think the the robot comes from this book. That's entirely possible because the robot, the the robots, power armor, and bionics in the in the New German Republic. Well, you know what? They did it right, man. I mean, whoever M- Mercedes and Volkswagen decided, you know what? I'm gonna build a giant murder machine, and they did a good job. They right, did a well, good job. Well, we'll find out about that in just a moment. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. You gonna step away for a moment? Yeah, just a sec. Okay. Um, just to remind folks uh, of what's what's going on, um, this is the last episode of this year, normal episode of this year. Well, we're going to basically take December off to not retool too much, but to kind of recharge. Uh, there's a little burnout going on. You guys heard me talk about this last week. So uh, we're going to get through the holidays. We're going to come back uh, beginning year fresh and, and with uh, a schedule and do pretty much the same stuff here, although Heathen Dog might be taking over some segment one. We'll find out. But uh, so we'll still have the deep dives. We'll still have the overviews. How to's are still up in the air, even though I really want to do them. But next week, next week, we have Kevin Sambita and Sean Owen Robertson from Palladium Books on here to talk about the Kickstarter, the the new TMNT Kickstarter. And we definitely look forward to that last 48 hours. And I, and I really hope we, we can help. Actually, I hope they're over a million before they even come here. But uh, and apparently you can check them out on Nerd Immersion on uh, on Monday. I don't know what time, but, you know. No, not more live games. That's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> reviewing World Book 5, yes. I remember looking at the book so many years ago and thinking, wow, these guys actually uh, challenged Coalition. Yeah, unfortunately, then the other side of the world. But, yeah, and Heathen Dog will talk about that a little bit. So, cool. Uh, so, uh, Kate Adolo on the uh, Twitch side says, is, is, Hi, hold on. Actually, I can do that over here. It's only Rumble that doesn't have a... Uh, oh, there you go. 
so hyped for the Kickstarter. It's his first TTRPG. A lot of people say that. I didn't realize how popular it was because I think when I met you guys in the Air Force, I was the only one that had TMNT. Like yeah, you guys I mean, had been uh, played in was, fantasy and riffs, but yeah, yeah, we were we were uh, we were mainly riffs, Palladium Fantasy a little bit. Well, Al was Palladium Fantasy. You and Bob were riffs. Um, I think you also did the Ninja Super Spy stuff, but didn't have anything to do with TMNT and 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 Robotech because I just yeah. you know I, I I grew up on the Harmony Gold thing. That's what happened. But we and, didn't do uh, any Robotech back then. No, and- no, no. But I, I had played a lot, you yeah. know, in junior high, high school, stuff like that. I played a lot of Robotech because everyone loved loved the the Harmony Gold thing when we were kids. And the uh, nobody loves uh, Harmony Gold. The the Harmony Gold Robotech. I, I just say that. I mean, nobody loves Harmony Gold themselves. But it's 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 kind of like uh, M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, he's he's a douchebag, but he made a couple of good movies. You got to respect that, right? So Harmony Gold's a douchebag company, but Robotech was pretty good. You know, taken by itself, it was pretty good. And the role-playing game gave the flavor and feel of the anime, or in this case, cartoon. I really feel so. Why is this not popping up on the screen? What? There There we go. Oh, my God. Uh, Well, uh, I feel sorry for your family. Yes, yes. (laughs) You don't want me as a family member or someone like me. You know, you you can talk to them. All of my family loves my wife more than me. And I I can't really argue that. That's that's fair. <laughs> I don't know what my family thinks about me because uh, I'm the only one that's out of state. They don't talk to me. No, that's not true. I was trying to, I was trying to get a sympathy vote there. Then I just realized I was kind of a dick coming up on Thanksgiving. So we're not going to go there. All right. So uh, go ahead and I you know, again if I if I bounce out, you know why. But I'll I'll be back as soon as I can. All right. Let me get this ready. Oh, let me get your. Thing. Yeah. yeah, can you run even the ad portion of it? Yeah, just, I will. just swap between the two, but I've got that for you. So. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are now looking at World Book, what is it, five? Yeah, World Book five, Triax and the NGR. Now, if you want to sum up this book as succinctly as possible, I would say, um, a uh, human war boner. That that's how we do it. The Germans know how to kill things they hate indiscriminately. They used it for evil before. They're using it for good now. I'm going to explain it right after this. The core values of hashtag #RPGate and any good tabletop group are escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, and natural organic inclusion, not forced diversity. Please follow that QR code or refer to the description below for the link to the charity we support, which is the Wounded Warrior Project. Thursdays and Saturdays, you can watch the Dirty Casuals on twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. Fridays and Sundays, you can watch the Friday Night Show stream and RPG Digest on our YouTube and Rumble channels. Please leave us a comment with your thoughts and experiences, and if you like our gaming content, please be sure to subscribe to Legion of Myth. All right, here we are. Now, it's not inappropriate that the cover of this thing is a giant war machine. The only thing that's missing is the Mercedes symbol. That's all <laughs> it's missing because all of their giant I'm talking like they they mass produce 30-foot robots like like their tissue paper. All of these things are built pristine engineering just at its finest and gun oh, I'm not even get about the, 
you know what? I'm going to get it later. I'm going to get it later. Right quick, now. Quick question, gonna... though. How is it that the coalition and these guys are able to, because I've heard people talk about, like, yeah, I was, I was uh, piloting a, uh, a triax range or whatever, a, a, a robot in my Rifts campaign. I'm like, how do you, how do they come across the border? Okay. I thought you couldn't fly and so forth. That took a lot of doing because going across the pond in uh in Rifts Earth is a much da- much more dangerous situation than it is now. All right. You got Splugorth all around the joint. You got the Bremenia Triangle that's like getting bigger every day, it seems. And you have all of the atmospheric problems that are you know rampant all over the Rifts Earth. So it took some doing. But I'm gonna actually get into it because there is a report from a coalition states officer that visited Germany to start negotiations. And at the end of it, it sounds like he, he wanted to be a German. (laughs) So, so, you know, I, I understand, I understand, but we're going to start with the background. We're going to see how did Germany become this powerhouse of, of human supremacy? Well, we're going to find out. And what we're not going to do is read anything by that by that fascist Aaron Tarn. <laughs> She's just awful. She's just the most awful thing. And we're going to go by the facts. Now, Germany lucked out. Okay, Germany lucked out because most of Europe was just destroyed by ley lines and ley line storms and all kinds of garbage. For a hundred years until it started to calm down. hundred years of the 200 year, you know, dark ages was just trying to live through ley lines farting everywhere. Germany, on the other hand, had the most cities and the most populous remain alive and or intact. So they never went through the dark ages. They never did. They never lost the pre-rifts technology and had to rediscover it like everybody else in the world. No. What, what did the war end at the Rhine or something or, or the calamity end at the Rhine? No, what? no, no. It's just that uh, uh, in, in the in U.S., Canada, uh, U.K. and Europe, mo- most of Europe, they had a whole lot of ley lines in a small concentrated area. I mean, if you think about it, where are the majority of the old, you know, prehistoric monuments, you know, that that, that seem to have magical significance? Well, they're they're in you know Europe and uh, and uh, uh, Egypt and the UK, you know Stonehenge and pyramids and all that stuff. There's all kinds of crap. Not and the black all of that lit up like a Christmas tree became super magical, created rifts that opened portals to demon worlds and demons, and, and then murdered murdered all the humans. Right? Germany doesn't have a whole lot of that, so they were spared. They were spared. It took right here. Uh, where are we? Like the coalition states in Northern Gun, the Northern Gun grew out of rubble lost civilization. They have grown to power through the rediscovery of pre-rift science technology. They never really lost it. But fate seemed to smile on the people of Germany. While the rest of human civilization lay in absolute ruin, Germany, Austria, and southwestern portions of Poland survived comparatively intact. An estimated 45% of the population and 31% of the major cities remained. And with them, the knowledge of modern science, technology, and education. So, yeah, you lost two-thirds of your major cities. That sucks. But everyone else lost three-thirds of their major cities. So, you know what? They're not cataclysm deniers, are they? 
no, no, they're not cataclysm. Why do you bring that up? That, that was poor taste. <laughs> and everyone else lost 90% of their population. The average population in the world is 10% of what it was right before the rifts opened up. But not in Germany. Not in parts of Poland and Austria. 45% of the population remained. That's crazy good compared to everybody else so they had a leg up during the dark ages when when there was no coalition it was just nema getting their getting you know boots stuck in their ass everywhere they went the ngr or what would become the ngr right now it's just germany and poland and austria they were in a relative safe zone not being daily attacked by you know demons and and what would end, end up being gargoyles and splugorth and all that crap. They, you know, they didn't get any of that. People just didn't know about them. And they thrived with the, with the neglect of the supernatural forces that now inhabit the world. So what happened? What brought them into the fold? Well, it started off with Triax. Triax is the NGR. Triax is a corporation. Okay. A lot of their a lot of their production facilities survived. So a lot of people gathered around them. The world is still dangerous, more dangerous than before. You do see supernatural threats. It's not like they're gone. They're there. They're just nowhere near as frequent or as dangerous as the rest of the world. So Triax decided to start building, you know, ramp up their power armor and weapons and tanks and guns and all that kind of crap. And so everyone gathered around all the all the Triax facilities created shanty towns, which turned into actual towns, which turned into worker towns. And then that became the new German Republic. So Triax, the corporation and new German Republic, the, uh, the, uh, uh, country are basically the same thing. One grew out of the other. Okay. Now, normally that would be a problem. You know, you're serving two masters here. You're serving Triax, but you're a member of the NGR military forces. How does that work? It works great because Triax and the NGR are peas in a pod. They have the same vision for humanity, the same steps taken. They're on the same page. They're actually in charge. Forgive me. They are lockstep together. <laughs> but who's actually in charge? What's that? Is the NGR actually in charge or is Triax actually in charge? Yes. Like I said, they're basically the same entity. Okay. The corporation is the country. The country is the corporation. Okay. Leaders of the country are board members of the corporation. They're the same. You know, they're they're functionally the same. So we move on. Time starts ticking, right? Uh, this is the post-apocalyptic calendar. So it goes three to five to 15. But as time goes on, more and more supernatural threats trickle in, trickle in, trickle in. And then the, the now newly formed New German Republic gets word of gargoyles. Now, the, the gargoyles they've seen, they, they, they seem stupid and they're just lizard birds of some kind. I guess they're dinosaurs or something. I don't know, but they didn't take them very seriously. Well... Up until they attacked. And then they took them super serious because... They decided to change their doctrine. Up until now, DBs, dimensional beings who, who are nice and don't want to murder all humans, got a place in NGR society. They, became, they can become citizens. Up until other DBs ruin the party, 
And then, well, that party was over. And this is when I got a little, uh, little, little tentpole thing. I saw this, <laughs> that the birth of human supremacy. Oh my God. Why is it always it? the Germans? I love, well, hey, this is the CS too. I mean, they both came yeah, to the yeah. same logical conclusion. All right. Same logical conclusion. The reason why there, there are things called war crimes because all everything in a war is technically a crime, right? No. Dressing up like you're the opposition to murder the opposition is a war crime. Killing uh, non-combatants can be a war crime. But the problem is with DBs, they all could be the enemy or they all could not be the enemy. You never know. The enemy and a possible friend look and act exactly the same. There's only one logical answer. Kill them all. And that's exactly what the CS and the NGR came up with. Three point something million DBs were citizens of the NGR on Tuesday. On Wednesday, they were not. They were kicked out of the country. Here's your shit. Here's a horse. Get out. I see too many parallels here. Hey, it worked. It worked. All of the humans were galvanized together to protect their own species from extinction. And then after this, after this bloody massacre, what was it? Uh, yeah, around 20 PA, you heard rumors about a dark gargoyle empire and 38 PA is when the, the, the crap hit the fan proper and then the, the humans woke up decided that dbs were bad kicked them all out and then started campaigns against them psychological campaigns against dbs uh uh, uh teaching teaching human children that the only good bug is a dead bug this is how it works this is how you win the war people this is it and they decided to turn it up to a damn spinal tap 11 because after that they started making giant war machines that that would that would make hitler and pol pot just blush no pol pot wouldn't want war machines oh he would you're right he wouldn't want war machines but what the war machines do he's all about Mur genocide just murder all of them if one gargoyle attacks you you kill a hundred gargoyles in return that's how it works. That's how you win. And that's what the that's what the Germans did. So who's it's doing it better? Coalition amazing. or NGR? Right now, the, the NGR is the winner. Here, uh coalition states in the NGR. Okay, cool. Summary report from intelligence operative G15. This guy, if you read this entire thing, I recommend you do because it's super funny. Because as the paragraphs continue on his official report. To his superiors, he basically sounds like a German fanboy at the end. I think he wants to stay. I really do. Because every every possible thing to where the, the CS might not like the NGR, he completely destroys. Yeah, Triax is a corporation and they are really deep into, into the government. So basically they're indistinguishable, but that's actually a good thing because all of their, all of their thoughts and dreams are on the same page and that's the same page we're on. So it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. And all of their weapons, 10, 20 years more advanced than the coalition power armor, 10, really? 20 years. They have terminators. 
No, serious goddamn Terminators. It, it's called a an EIR. Uh, it's a, like an infiltration robot, something infiltration robot. It looks like you can make it look like whatever species you want to you want to infiltrate, and it will go and do that. Get inside and murder everyone for you. It's great. So how Skynet do I sign- had a good idea. The Germans took it over the goal line. That's so what so I, I feel like living in Germany or NGR is safer than living in the coalition states. So how do I move? Okay, getting there is the rub, right? Because any any long travel in rifts is riddled with too much danger to actually contemplate success, especially over an ocean. I don't know. I don't know if you if you've read any of the any of the books where they talk about the monsters in and around the water. I've read no a few rifts books. Yeah, they are no joke. They are they are like a Clash of the Titans Kraken level <laughs> nonsense. It's just bad. So it's hard. And if anyone else says we need a shifter, I'm banning you. <laughs> and, and just to be clear, he does ban people. Well, he times them out. I, I time out people, especially if they do dumb shit like, you know, eat paste or like shifters. <laughs> right? But anyway... I do not see a hidden agenda behind the new German Republic's proposal for a diplomatic alliance. He is trying his best. I mean, every every single other uh, CS intelligence report that that is written down in any book is written with like uh, with with malice. You know, like oh, they're awful. They're they 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 could possibly shank us here, possibly shank us there. This guy was no, man, we want to get in bed with these guys. They give great back rubs. This is great. We love the NGR. We're going to love the NGR. You're going to love the NGR. And they're right. How about the other way? Does the NGR love the coalition? The NGR has been alone and surrounded by enemies for so long. The coalition states, even though they are an ocean away, seem like an awesome friendship to have. Our goals are aligned. Humans first. Everyone else never. <laughs> and they they rely solely on technology and some psionics. Now, do, does the NGR have a complete ban on magic like the, like the current CS does? Not exactly. They're suspect of it, which I understand, but they don't have the complete ban. But still, everything the CS stands for, the NGR can get behind. And any port in a storm sounds good after like a hundred and something years of of trying to trying to kill gargoyles and and splugorth and and demons and all kinds of stuff. Because they know where the NGR is now and they don't like them because they're human and they're food. As a matter of fact, gargoyles believe that. Humans are just meat, just for eating. That's it. That's all they are. So we we treat them like the like the animals that they are, and murder them dead, murder their families, murder Can their you children. Eat a gargoyle. Eat a gargoyle. Apparently, it's toxic. Oh, but you know what? That's fine. They they burn real good though, so that's great. <laughs> okay. Uh... Okay, try, now there are some problems with the with getting on board with CS and and NGR love train. All right, a couple of problems. One, Triax is a company, and companies like to make money, so they sell to people who will buy, and they have sold to people who are enemies of the coalition states 
in North America. It's been done, not on purpose, not on purpose, but hey, your money's green, so here you go. Or your your credits are there, so I don't know how it works with just credits, but your 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 credits are green, so here's your gun, right? Well, NGR is going to have to stop that. And I don't think they're going to have a big problem with that because then the coalition is going to is going to more than make up for that fall in revenue because all of their all of their uh, army technology is ten to twenty years behind the NGR. They're they're going to want you know NGR guts in their skelebots. They're going to want that. Or I just mean, a would you rather? Leaders. Yeah, would you rather have a dumb skelebot or or a Schwarzenegger uh, Terminator thing? <laughs> That, that, that can just go into your enemy's stronghold and blow up a nuclear bomb that's hidden in its chest. That's a good plan. I like that plan. I'm about that plan. You don't and talk about NGR. nuclear bombs and rifts anymore. You know this. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you use what you got, right? Use what you got. Especially if you in Europe, you, you go to a, a couple of Russian installations, half of their shit doesn't even work, so the nuclear bomb is still sitting in the silos. So there you go. So that is basically the background of the NGR, how they became and what they had to face and why they are the mega power that they are in uh, Eastern Europe. Yeah, Central East, Eastern Europe. So what do we have for comments? All right, let me go back to scroll. Uh, Nope, that isn't one. Here we go, started here. I say ley line farting everywhere made me nearly spit my coffee. <laughs> yeah, remember, remember, uh, back when the ley lines were new, uh, rifts could open on a ley line, not just on a nexus point, but on any point along the ley line, just poop and it just farts out another DB that you got to kill. A weird guy says this book is good, just wish it had more European information, particularly France. Nobody wants France. All we got was mention of blood magic. Blood Druids ruling France. Yeah. Uh, France, Italy, Europe. No, no. France, Italy, UK, and one other place is basically dead. There's so many ley lines there. They did not survive the, the Dark Ages. They did not survive it. It's just wrong. I mean, and any survivors that you could call them are, you know, Stone Age villagers or whatnot. There's, 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 they were just magicked back into oblivion. Kidola says Trix is to the NGR as Aztec is to Aztlan. That's have you haven't covered South America yet, have you? No. I haven't done South America yet, which I probably do next year. But okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh there there's a lot of things. Uh all, I mean, that does sound South American or Central American to me. I'm just Yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that is definitely it's it, with this one South America cuz remember, remember in Rifts Mexico is vampire territory mostly. So mm-hmm. it's got to be South America. And but then yeah. the last one I start, although I'm going to mention another one. Uh, there is an airplane that travels between NGR and Free Quebec. Okay. Which was probably good until Quebec said, screw the coalition. Well, yeah, but but NGR is another is another strong force. You you don't want to it's it, it's kind of like Rome having four wars at the same time. If if you if you give the finger to the CS, you can't also give the finger to the NGR because someday you're gonna need one of them. And then you're just gonna die. 
And then, like the after screen, last one I'm going to do is so uh, violence does everything. Uh, and this is in relation to me saying, "Hey, how do I move to Germany?" So it's not really safer because the foes that the NGR has are much more powerful than the CS has. You're talking army armies of hundreds of thousands of supernatural demons with high tech armor and weapons. Now they have, yeah, they they started uh, learning to use the uh, the the technology of their human meat. So they, they use, you know, rail guns now and they wear the, the ones that can wear uh, mega damage armor, stuff like that. And they already are mega damage creatures. We're going to get into that in the next video when I talk about the OCCs and actually, no, we're going to do an adventure when I talk about the gargoyles. This is actually a pretty important question. You really want a bunch of Schwarzeneggers running around? As yes. long as they listen to what I say. Yeah, man. <laughs> as many as I can have. Yeah. How many fit in the in the truck? I'll take them. <laughs> All right, there you go. So uh, let's get our little thing up. There it is. Like, subscribe, share for more heathen dog, you know, promoting the virtues of the of the coalition and uh, <laughs> NGR. Bosom buddy. NGR doesn't sound like they're as bad as the coalition. The coalition just sounds downright evil. NGR sounds way more survivalistic, and I, and I can handle that. Like, you know, we got to do this to live. Coalition just sounds like, and eh, we want to be in charge. Leave us alone. CPK, oh. thank you for the $10. Appreciate it. And I am going to step away for a moment after I get you oh. set up here. Cool. Put your thing back up there. And as soon as you start running the ad, I'm going to step out, uh, step away, but I'll be right back. All right. Let me, uh, let me move in the right area here. Page. Get up there. I want to start singing the NGR national anthem. It's probably some Farfic Nugan thing. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with Palladium World Book, Riff's World Book, five tracks in the NGR. We already spoke about the background of the NGR. Now we're going to talk about the OCCs that are given in this book. And really, I only going to look at three because it tells us the all of the aspects of this book and why it's different and why the NGR is the coalition only stronger, better, faster, and easier to swallow? The core values of hashtag RPGate and any good tabletop group are escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, and natural organic inclusion, not forced diversity. Please follow that QR code or refer to the description below for the link to the charity we support, which is the Wounded Warrior Project. Thursdays and Saturdays, you can watch the Dirty Casuals on twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. Fridays and Sundays, you can watch the Friday Night Chill Stream and RPG Digest on our YouTube and Rumble channels. Please leave us a comment with your thoughts and experiences, and if you like our gaming content, please be sure to subscribe to Legion of Myth. All right, here we are. Now, we're going to look at three OCCs that are representative of what is in this book. The Power Armor Commando of the uh, the NGR military, the Euro Juicer, different than the regular Juicer, and every blue-haired person's favorite word, the Gypsy. So we're going to check that out right now. First, we're going to look at the power armor commando because this is the the frontline death dealers of the uh, ngr army and that is 64 power armor commando 
The PA Commando is a specialist in the use of combat power armor, explosives, and heavy weapons. He's a skilled operator of all man-sized power armor, as well as having a familiarity with most robot vehicles. In most cases, the job of the power armor commando is to get in, do the job, and get out. Remember, they are commandos. They're, they're not infantry. They go in, murder, death, kill, and get out before the enemy knows what happened. All When the enemy arrives to see what happened, all they see is all their dead friends. That's what commandos do. And these guys do it well. They are not dumb. They are not, they are not weak. They are not slow. They are the epitome of humans. IQ 11, ME 12, PS 14, PP 14 or higher. This is required to take this OCC. They are not joking around. That is a whole lot of stat requirements. And it's a reason for it. These guys are monsters. You got your basic skill stuff, plus 20, plus 30%, on average, a little higher than a lot of OCCs get. But these guys get really intense training, hardcore training. I mean, th these are these are Navy SEALs, uh, Green Berets, uh, uh, combat, co combat co uh, controllers, all rolled into one. That's what these guys are. They're everything. They're, they're, your, they're your Swiss Army knife of killing machines. And they love doing it. What kind of equipment do they get? We're going to we're going to look at some of this equipment. This is crazy. Any man-sized power armor including all T-series armor, X10A Predator, X60 Flanker, X535 Jaeger, and X545 Super Jaeger and the X1000 Ultimax. Now, you know what? Those sound really cool. Which one is the coolest sounding to you, Max? Mm, I like honestly. I like the X five four five Super Jagger, and I'm saying J because I'm American and we pronounce our J's. I get you. I get. But remember, it is German. I don't care. So I'm, I'm reading it in English. Okay. Okay. I don't okay. say. I don't say jalapeno. It's jalapeno. Okay, that's great. All right, so we're gonna take a look at the X five forty five Super. I'm gonna say Jaeger Super Jaeger, and they have a beautiful table. Of robots and power armor. Uh, where is it? Gargoyle technology. No one cares. Gargoyles are stupid. <laughs> Wait, you can play a gargoyle? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, they have a gargoyle as uh, something that you can actually do. <laughs> uh, where are we? Where's the 545 mini tank? Combat vehicles, cyborgs, power armor. Here we go. X545 Super Hunter. Here it says Hunter, which is, you know, English for Jaeger. Jaeger is German for Hunter. So we have uh, page 60. Okay. Entschuldigen Sie einsprechen Sie kein Deutsch. There it is. More commonly known as the Armored Jaeger. The Armored Jaeger or Super Hunter is a larger but much more heavily armored version of the Jaeger infantry robot. This is a robot. The robot has been in service for the last six years and has proven itself to be reliable as its smaller, faster brother. The one-man bot is designed to be quick and powerful infantry defense weapon. It is the super hunter that will stand its ground to fight advancing enemy troops while engineer troops retreat or reposition themselves. The super hunter has both anti-personnel and anti-armor weapon systems. This is it. It looks pretty plain. Yeah, I mean, well, remember, this is this is a early book. Okay, the fair enough. So let's let's see about the what are those MDC? two big titty guns? Ah, that's too close. Uh, we're gonna look at that. Okay, that those are like particle weapons, but 
500 M- MDC in the main body. Ion cannon, two of them in the chest. Those are ion cannons. Those are good. It gives a, uh, let's see here, main body 500. And then there's the reinforced pilot's compartment, which is 150. This is actually taken from, uh, from Rob- Robotech had this a lot where you had a reinforced pilot's compartment because <laughs> human life was very important to, you know. So not the coalition. <laughs> Not the coalition, but to Robotech and the NGR. That's kind of like the the the, the rebels and the Empire and Star Wars mentality. The Empire yes. just made a whole ton of Tie Fighters. Sure, they're fast, yeah, made they're out of tissue paper. Yeah, crappy shields, but super fast and maneuverable. Same thing with this with the Zentradi, tissue paper mech. But not the NGR. The NGR care about you, and uh-huh. they're willing to pay your retirement. Dude, I'm moving. Forget the coalition. I'm out. I'm I'm already flying. How do I speak German? Somebody teach me. <laughs> teach me German. Well, you're. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> look at those ion cannons. Here they are. Here they are. Two large protrusions from the lower chest area are ion cannons. Both can be angled in 30 degrees, all directions. Primary purpose: anti gargoyle slash giant. Gargoyles are between 12 and 20 feet tall. Okay, most of them. Mega damage, 1d4 times 10 per single blast, but if you use both of them and aim at the same person, you get 2d4 times 10. And equal to the number of combined hand-to-hand, usually 4 to 8. Remember, if you have uh, power armor skills or giant robot skills, you will get more attacks per round when you're in the robot, because that's what you're trained in. Shoulder missile launchers, forearm mini missile launchers, vibro sword, two of them. Lower leg mini missile launchers, flamethrowers for when I guess you ran out of missiles and you decide to go vibro day. You can do flamethrowers too. Hand to hand combat does does mega damage, obviously because robot stuff does that. And if if you have uh, specifically hunter Jaeger combat training, this is what you get: more plus two to strike, plus three to parry, plus two to dodge, roll with impact, plus one action at levels one, three, six, and ten. Sensor systems, telescopic, laser, passive night vision, thermal imaging, infrared, ultraviolet, polarization, everything else common in robots. That is an awesome thing. And you can start with that. You start with that as a power armor commando. This is a giant robot and you can have it. Here you go. For only $9.99. Only $9.99 or continuing payments of possibly your life for 20 years. Okay. I'm in number two. There, there's that so the army of the ngr they are their power armor robots giant robots uh tanks not a i didn't see a whole lot of of planes going in there but uh they love their infantry and their infantry loves killing folk and they're good at it but what about the small team I mean, sure, power armor commandos are great, but power armor is big. Power armor is bulky, but it's noisy. What about the small team? Well, they need to be superhuman as well. But like I said, unlike the coalition, the NGR likes their citizens a little more. So they don't want to kill them. So they took juicer technology, watered it down a little bit so it doesn't kill you in four years. Only in what, 10? Uh, no, if if you go clean in 10 years or less, there is a 0% chance you're going to die and a 0% chance of side effects. Are they really juicers then? They're kind of juicers. We're going to take a look at them right now. Kind of juicers. 
here we go. The Euro juicer. Now, <laughs> the, I know the difference between a Euro juicer and a regular juicer is that unlike the regular juicer, where all aspects of your body and possibly mind are augmented to the point where it's going to burn out your meat suit in just a handful of years, the Euro juicer focuses on a single aspect, what you actually need to do your job better and enhances that. For example, quick question. Do they look like Eastern European Olympians in the 1980s? I'm going to go say yes. Okay. I'm going to say yes. Now you have, you have the same system as a juicer. You have the same biocomp. You have the same nanites. You have a drug dispenser and a medical unit. You have that, but it's much more specific. You have to choose what you, what you want. Choose what you get. There are these categories. Physical enhancement, speed enhancement, mental enhancement, and healing enhancement. Now, none of these will be as good, even though they're focused, won't be as good as the juicer version. But there's an added benefit. This can be changed for future, uh, future missions. For example, if you are juiced up for physical enhancement, but this uh, this next uh, uh, op that that we're that we're planning for right now, it's going to happen in three months. But we need people who are fast and silent, not not strong and burly. You can take out the programming for physical enhancement and put in the programming for speed enhancement. You have to wait three months in between, but after three months, you can change. Is it a different chemical regimen? Yeah, it's a different chemical regimen that augments a different part of your physicality. And they're interchangeable. You can do that. Sure, you need some you need some time. I mean, you need some foresight, some planning, but it can be done. You can alter alter the juice in your character to instead go from strength to speed to healing to mental endurance to all five of them. Follow, follow the rules for changing and you can change it. I love it. And you know what? As a matter of fact, German people love their drugs. <laughs> Seriously, they have so much designer drugs and the uh, the side effects are so much better than all the other drugs in all the other books. They make drugs so people will use them and not die. That's great. This like like here's the designer drugs. And cool thing is you can use designer drugs with the, the Euro juicer system and you won't die. There could be side effects, but you won't die from them. That's great. Yeah, used in moderation, just like all drugs used in moderation. <laughs> this one right here, Boingo. Each dose lasts 24 plus 2d6 hours. Guess what? You just eliminated fatigue from your vocabulary. You literally don't know the meaning of the word. You cannot sleep. For 24 plus 2d6 hours. And you get a plus one on initiative. So you got a long assignment. You don't you don't got time to bleed. You don't got time to sleep. You just got to keep rocking. Can we not call it boingo? You can call it whatever you want. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's cool. You don't want to sleep. You don't have to sleep. And you don't get addicted to it unless you do it several times in a week or several times in a day. And then you're addicted. But until then, you're fine. Crash. 
This is a powerful combination of drugs that gives the user a feeling of power, strength, and invincibility. A feeling of invincibility, that's psychological, but it actually does give you power. Plus 1d4 times 10, plus 10 to SDC, plus 10 physical endurance, and all appropriate bonuses. That means your hit points go up. That that means your your uh, save versus coma death goes up, your poison resistance goes up, your magic resistance goes up, plus six to strength, plus six to speed, plus an extra action because pff, why not? Just pile on, right? This is great. Plus eight to save versus horror factor because you're the real monster here, <laughs> in your mind anyway. So you're not you're not scared of some of some like you know it looking bastard in the sewer. No, I just won't go in the sewer, or I'll just piss on him and throw a grenade down there. That's fine too. That's someone who who is on crash would think of. That's that's something they would think of. Lots of drugs do lots of stuff, and none of it is going to kill you. Wait, what's Plan B? What's Plan B? Plan B. Uh, scroll. There is no uh, Plan B. Uh, plan scroll down. What? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. It's a uh, Psych B. Psych B. Oh, Psych B. Okay. <laughs> so psych you scroll by so fast. Way. I was like, wait, what? I said these drugs won't kill you. They won't. Okay, go. They you can keep moving either. on. <laughs> this is this is for psionic and and non-psionic stuff. That it's special drugs they found that that affect psionics. But the side effects, uh, uh, the the temporary side effects while you're on it, like being high, is more detrimental than the bonuses that that's that psychics get by using it. There's an added benefit to this book, and I'm and I'm being serious when I say this, even though it's not going to sound like it. It's making me laugh more. Than okay. some of the other ones, and but, it, it but in a good not laugh at, but kind of just like okay, I see what you're doing here. You know? Yeah. Now we get to our favorite OCC of the day, the Gypsy. <laughs> and you know why I chose it. I know why you chose it. Whatever one thought, whatever one thought of the pre-Rifts Gypsies, the Nomads of Rifts Earth are completely different lot. About fifty percent of the Gypsies are human, forty percent are DBs, and ten percent are supernatural monsters or aliens. Gypsies are wanderers who have no place they call home, and many don't have any idea of their heritage. They are most common in Central Europe, Romania, Western Russia, other old Slavic countries, but can be found in Greece and other Mediterranean countries as far east as Mongolia and northern China. Now, Gypsies are clannish. They don't really have a society outside of their family or clan. And rules between clans vary quite a bit. But so what, much in the real world. Yeah. So what's so good about, about being a gypsy? I don't I don't know. Well, there's the gypsy thief. I knew, I knew you were going to laugh at that one. Uh, physical prowess <laughs> of 12 or higher. High IQ, MA, and P are helpful, but they're only you have to be nimble. That's basically it. You have to be nimble. You're a thief. I understand. You want you don't want a clumsy butterfingers thief. I get it. I get it. That doesn't seem like it's a great thing. That that seems like it's a really bad version of a uh of a city rat, right? They get some skills. I'll, I'll give you that much. Six six other OCC related skills. Uh and secondary skills, they get three. That's it. Well, Rifts doesn't it. give a lot of secondary skills. No, so. no. They only, only get three. And the standard equipment is garbage. But then there's the gypsy wizard thief. Still still thieves now. Calm down. They're, they're still going to steal from you, but they're going to use magic doing it. So what kind of superpowers do they get from their abilities? Sense ley lines and magical energy. Okay. Uh, gypsy ley line walker. I can dig it. Read ley lines, ley line transmission, ley line phasing, initial spell knowledge. At level one, they get these spells. One, two, three, four, five, six. 
7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 spells. And can select a total of four additional spells from levels one through four. <laughs> so 20 spells. They get 20 spells. That's a pretty good number. That is nice. Learning new spells. Additional spells and rituals of any magic level can be learned and or purchased at any time, regardless of the character's experience level. Just like a leyline walker, and unlike a mystic or whatever, they actually know how magic works, understand the science behind it, so they can learn spells from formula, from books or scrolls or whatever. The mystic, it's instinctual magic. They go up a level, they can choose more spells then but they can't learn some just from studying. But these gypsies can. Bonus to magic, PPE wizard, uh, 2d4 times 10. I think I believe a leyline walker is 2d6 times 10. If I remember correctly, they get 2d4 times 10, plus their PE attribute. Uh, IQ 10, ME of 12. That's, that's it. Only 50% of wizard thieves are literate in any language because... They don't, they, they just need to be able to read spell formulas and that's it. They don't have to read words. Shut up with you and your words. Well, it probably could be oral. History. I mean, if the gypsies, a lot of oral. Sure, yeah, there's a lot of oral history in gypsies. So they could do that as well. Uh, gypsy seer. Gypsy seer may call himself a fortune teller, but he or she is much more. They're a variation on the mystic. Gross. Exactly why this variant mystic is common only among the gypsies of Europe and the oracles of China remains a mystery. Like the traditional mystic, this character possesses both psionic and magic powers. The character is born with these powers, so the seer needs no formal education and does not study magic. As young as an age of five, the psionic powers start to manifest themselves. After puberty around 14, the gypsy seer will suddenly know some magic spell, including the oracle spell. Well, let's see what they get. Sent supernatural evil. Okay, that, that's a good early warning system. I love it. I love it. It's only 300 feet, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> Read palms. Now you're starting to get into, you know, Lore. gypsy thief territory because I don't believe in that, that gunk. Uh, other more common psychic powers automatic to a seer. Clairvoyance, object read, present sense, sixth sense, see aura, mind block, auto, de auto de not just regular mind block, mind block, auto defense, and hypnotic suggestion. These are not bullcrap powers. Those are useful. Magic powers. At level one experience, the character knows Oracle, Exorcism, See the Invisible, and Death Trance. Those are defensive and uh, and out of combat useful spells. Especially the Oracle spell. And of course, Exorcism and Death Trance, obviously. Learning new spells. The Seer intuitively knows a couple of new spells as he reaches each new level of experience. Second level learns Tongues and one spell of choice from levels one or two. Third level, Eyes of Eyes of Toth, which makes you the ability to read anything. And one spell choice from levels one and two. And it goes on and on. As you go up in level, you get more at level eight and each subsequent level of experience. Afterward, you can select two new spells from spell levels one through eight. So this means you are barred from any spells above level eight because you can't learn it on your own. You only get it when you go up a level and you can't get that at any level. So just like mystics, in North America, they are hampered in both sides. Sure, they're psionic and magic, but they're not great at either one. So those are, are the gypsy OCCs. Now, I understand, I understand why a lot of people say, it's not, it's not politically correct calling them gypsies. Well, okay. you know what? I don't know what to tell you, man. This well, book not only that, but it's somebody who knows a bunch of gypsies, most of them don't care. Most of them don't care if you call them gypsies. 
Now, they may care if you say you were gypped. They may care then. But gypsy is fine. And back in 1985, it was even more fine. Well, what year was this book written? Was that book written? I believe it was 85. No, Riffs wasn't even out in 85. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, 90, 93 to 97, I'm going to say. Let's let's find out. Let's find out. Yeah, I mean, it's five, so it's going to be an old one, yeah. Uh, Where's my time? Where's my date? Oh, it doesn't have the date stamp on here? So uh, I pulled out Triax 2 because I actually have that one. And on page 164, it seems, or 163, whatever, oh, Bounces everything saying so start at 159. I guess 159. Yeah, new NG, new NGR aircraft. So a lot of aircraft in this book, in the Triax oh, 2 book. And there was a suggestion in chat that you cover this next week, except for um, this is the last episode of this year. Like, yeah, this is it. Next is not, it. next week, Kevin, Simbita, and Sean Owen Robertson, who make the game, are going to be here to talk about the TMNT Kickstarter. And then we're taking December off. Of this show, the Friday show is still going, but you know, Heathen Dog's not involved in that one. Um, this, so that we can we have time to kind of defrag a little bit and prepare for uh next year, but right. it's absolutely it's a possibility for next year. All right, before we end this, I wanted to, I wanted to look at the, the cyborg soldier because NGR has taken board technology to the next level. Yes, there we go. Now we're talking my class. I know, I knew you'd like that. I knew you'd like that. See. In North America and other parts of the world, human technology, the idea is you take the brain, the spine, maybe maybe part of the stomach, a lung, whatever, and you put it into a, a cyborg body. NGR has got this stuff down. Brain transplants are something done in the back of a truck. They actually take out your brain, put it into a robot body, Spock. and you're 100%. And they can keep that body alive artificially, hitting it with with electrical jolts on the on the muscles to keep them firm and 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 stop them from atrophying. Keep it alive on life support for as long as you're in this maybe thirty foot tall robot that that now moves like a man because there's a man in it. And when you're done, they put you back in. They can put you back in your body. It's a brain transplant, man. It's great. Wow, that's very Zen Rajelin. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And you can have four arms like this dude right here. Look at this dude. He's got four arms. Can and I it's be fine. Can I be that Octo what's that? The Octo dude from Spider-Man? Yeah. Doc Ock. There you go. Yeah, him. Yeah, Doc Ock. So that though those are the the uh, main OCCs of the NGR. And hope you can get a feel for uh for what you're playing by looking at these three examples so what do we have for chat all right again not too many uh second place a normal dinosaur and riff so gargoyle isn't a shock i'm gonna get into gargoyles in the next video and uh they are they are gross and this right here i love because this is a, a c lab 2021 reference Ad adrian barbobot if you get it you get it if you don't look it up I, I don't remember. Well, hey, Heathen Dog has a video covering C Lab twenty twenty one that gives him a butt. I do. They do, I do not like it. your your uh, not review. They don't like your commentary on that video though, which is funny because you're a fan of C Lab twenty twenty one. I'm a fan. I love it. I love the first season after after the after the main actor was uh, voice actor died. It's like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Tiggle bitty guns. That's what those yep. are. That's what the, yeah, but they were kind of low, so it's grandma guns. They're grandma. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> they're, they're grandma guns. <laughs> uh, this is why I'm saying that this book makes me laugh more. But uh, Euro Jewish sounds like a kitchen appliance. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. But but it it's actually really good because you can take an OCC of say you know uh, of say the the Power Armor Commando and also get a juicer system to augment something so it's it's like having one and a half occs it's pretty good and and then finally if sir let's survive in gi we're going to pump you up you up that's exactly right they love their drugs and they love their enhancement and it shows Alrighty, there we go oops i already did that one oh no no so flaley he, he may no no he may he may get banned for this a juicer euro juicer weasel <laughs> that would be the most horrifying thing you wouldn't actually see the weasel you would see a blur you wouldn't know it's a weasel even after you're dead it moves too fast okay somebody on rumble is speaking your language so let me uh let me read this the hashtag coalition states is right Hashtag prove me wrong. Promised immunity for any humans that want to debate me on the CS resolve to make the earth safe for humans again. Don't let hashtag Aaron Tarn mislead you about the coalition states. Yep, that's I'm 100% behind that. Aaron Tarn is 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 a is a blight on our children. It's awful. See, her mind is so open, her brain fell out. She doesn't understand that this world is under siege every day, constantly. She 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 lives in this bubble of of rose petals and goodness because of her little little boy toy, Mister Thorpe. And I hate her. Hate her dead. So, if you are a fan of the coalition states, or even if you're not a fan of the coalition states, like, subscribe, and share. And I think I'm going to have to talk to Kevin next week when he's here and say, Kevin, you need to write the coalition states as more evil. We're, we're, nope. get, we're unfortunately getting people improperly indoctrinated here. <laughs> All right. I, like, like I keep telling people because people are like, you two like the coalition states. Like, I don't like the coalition states. I understand the coalition states. It makes sense. Oh, no, I, like, I like them fine. No, no, yeah. you do. I don't. Okay. But but I under but I understand it. And if I were a normal human being like I am today, I would happily live under the coalition oh, yeah. states. Oh, if I had the choice, though, I'd go to the NGR. Oh, fair, yeah, yeah. Because uh, not only not only is it uh, is it the, the same mentality, but you're you can read, right? As as a citizen, you're taught to read, and uh, they they value your life more, and they have awesomer guns. I'm I'm about it. I'm there to rename to rename warts to Aaron Tarns. <laughs> That's great. I love it. All right, All give right. me a second. We'll do the last one. Okay. <clears throat> So while he's doing that, yeah, no, uh, my my deal is like when people they're evil and that's all you can think of as evil. It's like no actually provide a service and what i mean by that is they do protect humanity they go about it in a really horrific way 
And so, no, they're not the good guys, but I can absolutely understand that if you lived under their protection, your choices, you know, it's like that, you know, security versus freedom concept, right? Some people believe that ultimate security is fine. Some people believe that ultimate freedom is fine. And some people are in the middle. I think I'm in the middle of that one because I hate that. Those who'd give up uh, freedom for security deserve me. Shut up. You know, there's a, there's a part where security does come in. And in a world like Rifts, where the coalition states could have me behind the lines and all I have to do is have a couple of mutts run around every now and again to sniff me for psionics. Dude, sniff. All right. Is that, is that it? And I can't read a book. Fine. You know, yeah. I'll, the founding fathers didn't foresee a situation where supernatural creatures from other dimensions would, th- would look at us and go, Oh God, that's, that's food. And who are as strong as a battalion of tanks on their own. Each one. They didn't foresee that situation. I understand why. It's ridiculous until it happens. And then you have to change your idea of what security means to you. And now the flip side of that is if all of a sudden I sprouted psionics or something, the coalition doesn't seem like such a happy place anymore. I'd have to leave. You know, life life gave me lemons. I got to try and make some lemonade somewhere else. Because (laughs) if I stay here, I'm probably going to get barcoded and uh, treated as a second class citizen. I'd still be a citizen still be a citizen of the CS. But it would be like, oh, gross. What's he doing here? Yeah, it'd be like that all the time. So I'd probably move to greener pastures. But with psionics, I have a greater chance of defending myself yeah. from supernatural threats. Whereas if I'm a normal human, I really require an infrastructure to support me. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the rub. The CS and the NGR give you the infrastructure to just live your damn life. Without them, You'd be dead. You'd be gone. And, and to be fair, the vast majority of people, even on Rift's Earth, are normal humdrum people. Yeah, normal folk. You know, the, the coming of the Rifts gave a lot of people psionics. But when I, when I mean a lot is like 10, 15% of the population. Everyone else is like just normal dudes. So I get it. <clears throat> all right, right. You, have to, you have to control it all again. I got you. I got you. Let me get everything ready. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are, the third and final video for uh, Rift's World Book 5, Triax and the NGR. Now, we're going to talk about adventure ideas. To do that, we have to talk about gargoyles, because for the NGR, gargoyle is synonymous with the boogeyman. This is what they're trying to defend themselves against, and they got a lot of ground to cover because there is a lot of bad guys, and they all think humans are meat. We believe that role-playing games should take place in fantastic worlds. The focus of the game should be on role-playing and having a good time. The core values of Hashtag RPGate and any good tabletop group are escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, and natural, organic inclusion, not forced diversity. The charity we support is the Wounded Warrior Project, a national nonpartisan organization whose mission is to honor and empower wounded warriors. Please refer to the description below for the link to where you can make your hopefully tax-deductible donation. Join us Thursday and Saturday evenings on twitch.tv slash legionofmyth to watch Heathen Dog and his team of dirty casuals play multiplayer games for your mockery and enjoyment. Here on our YouTube channel, you can watch these game-related segments live every Sunday at 1 p.m. Central Time, or check out the Friday Night Show stream where our panel of guests opine, comment, and editorialize on the TTRPG hobby as a whole. 
please like this video and leave a comment to appease the algorithm gods. Share this video on your favorite social media platforms to help us peer out of the shadows cast over us. And if you have not done so already, please subscribe to Legion Myth for more tabletop RPG goodness. All right, here we are. Now, gargoyles, like many species, races, they come in many different flavors. There's the leader class, there's the warrior class, there's the gump class, right? We're going to we're going to talk about all of them briefly, but mostly we're going to focus on the warrior class cuz that's the most of them. So, let's head over to gargoyle page. That's Gypsy. I've done that already. <laughs> There's gargoyles. About gargoyles. They're subspecies of demon, supernatural beings from other dimensions. Most demons are predatory beasts that either prey on humans or DBs or like to torment and hurt them. Uh, gargoyles eat them, eat us for food. They literally call us meat. That we're just meat to them. And when you first see a gargoyle, you think that they're lizards. They're not. They're actually closely related to birds. Yeah, just just FYI there. That's that's all it is. Regardless of what exactly gargoyles may may be and how they raid against other supernatural creatures compared to humans, they are powerful giants who possess supernatural strength, limited psionic powers, and some degree of magic, depending on your flavor. Like so many other supernatural beings and creatures of magic, gargoyles traditionally rely on their supernatural powers and size. But they've started to smarten up. Now, at first, the NGR thought that gargoyles were stupid. Now, on average, they are less intelligent than humans but not by what I'd call a significant amount. And we're going to show you that in a second. So they have learned the, the tactics and the tools of their enemies. So now they started using power armor for the for ones that are small enough to fit in power armor. Most gargoyles are 12 feet and higher in, in height and, you know, weight. And they started using energy weapons, vibro weapons, stuff like that. They're not cool enough or smart enough to have infrastructure to build it themselves but they can repair and maintain it they learned over the over the decades of fighting the ngr they've learned that they can maintain it but they can't build it themselves that's really the only saving grace here that we have uh, like birds gargoyles are animalistic creatures who are driven by instinct more than intellect more than not in lieu of so they can think out stuff but they have predatory instincts that are there all the time. They don't have families and rarely develop friendships. A mated pair join only for the purpose of procreation, and then they both skedaddle. They stay together only long enough to spawn, lay eggs, place them in a hatchery, help protect them as they hatch, and when the offspring go, they go their separate ways. That's it. It's a transactional relationship only. We're here to make kids, to enhance the gargoyle agenda, race, whatever, and then we go off and do our own thing. Awesome. Go for it. Now, there here are the, the different hierarchy of gargoyles. There's a picture down here somewhere trying to find. There we go. There we go. There you go. Here we have your typical gargoyle, about 15 feet tall, between 12 and 15 feet. Typical gargoyle. Then you have your gargoyle lord. These are ones that genetically are just bigger, stronger, faster, smarter. Then you have your gurgoyle which is a smaller gargoyle with no wings. And you're gurgoyle. laughing again. Gurgoyle, yeah. And then you have your gargoyle light. This is a little three-foot kick dog 
of a gargoyle. The only problem is this little three-foot kick dog has 1D4 times 100 MDC. What? Yes. Yes. Even the little ones are murder machines to a normal human. Even the little ones. And they are also really strong. So they can probably tear you in half. It's kind of like uh, fighting an orangutan. You don't want to do it. You're going to lose. Probably your arms or legs are groin. You're going to lose one of them. It's the same thing. So let's let's take a look at the normal gargoyle. Normal gargoyle. Everyday common garden variety. Everyday common, uh, common garden variety, 15 foot tall murder machine. <laughs> uh, this is a gargoyle. We don't care about gargoyle. It looks like a lizard. Hey, it's a scrang. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, gargoyles are huge demonic looking creatures who appear to be giant lizard humanoids but like i said more closely related to birds the gargoyles reptilian appearance is deceptive because they are warm-blooded although considered to be demons they're creatures from other dimension gargoyles have a pack mentality and travel in vast flocks like i said like birds but and instinctually they are they're not bound by their instincts like an animal but they are influenced heavily by their instincts that's important Gargoyle attributes, IQ, 2D6. That's an average of seven. A dumb human, but not... not still no negatives, though. Yeah, still no negatives there. Well, for this version, anyway. Yeah, still no negatives. I I, I think an IQ of seven or uh, eight or less starts having negatives for IQ. I, I believe it was that high, but you might be right. Yeah. But not, not, not really, really dumb. But what they have is 24 plus 2D6 strength. And... It's considered supernatural. So they are MDC creatures as well. 1D6 times 100 plus 100 MDC. That is an average of around 450 MDC. That is more than than most brand new dragon hatchlings. That's Does a creature man size have that much MDC? I don't, I don't get it. Oh, they're not. Oh, oh we're... we're, we're we're going to get to the, to the gargoyle light in a second. Gargoyles can fly. Both gargoyles and gurgles have superior night vision, uh, hawk-like vision. Uh, tails are not prehensile, but agile and strong enough to be used to, to hit a target so they can be used like a bludgeon, basically. You just can't carry stuff with it. You're not, you don't have a nightcrawler tail. Uh, restrained claw attack does 46 SDC. Full strength claw punch inflicts 3D6 MDC. Uh, gargoyles with a PS of 31 or higher and just rips right through you and you just fall into four pieces. Yeah. 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 That's what they do. And they have psionics, not a lot. One D four times 10 ISP, not a lot. And they only get meditation, mind block, present sense, sense, magic, telepathy, resist hunger, resist fatigue and resist thirst. Now, all of this, uh, is not directly combat powers, but they are combat adjacent. Resist hunger, resist fatigue will allow you to move your troops from one area to another really fast, really quickly, and you you can get to a combat area and be ready before the enemy is ready to repel you. That's great. That's awesome. And mind block and sense magic uh, stops people from sensing you and allows you to sense other people around you, which again is great for a frontline soldier. You're going to be harder to take them by surprise. And they have skills, detect ambush, detect alignment, I'm sorry, detect concealment, escape artist, intelligence, 
intelligence. This isn't like, oh, they're really smart. No, no. This is like gathering useful tactical data. That's what that means. They're, they're trained in it. You can be trained in something and be good at it and still be stupid. Intense training makes up for lack of intelligence in almost every battle situation. Prowl, climb, swim, uh, gurgles only because it's hard to swim with wings. I get it. That's fine. That, that gurgle name is driving me crazy. I'm waiting to see like a parody, Girl Goyle. Girl Goyle? No, no. Notice I'm not laughing with this one. I understand. I understand. Actually annoying. Uh, Gargoyles between 10 and 20 feet tall, wingspan of 20 feet, and weighs between 1,200 and 2,000 pounds. So they're no joke. Uh, the, gar the gargoyle lord is a gargoyle, but amped up a little bit in every way. They're smarter, they're stronger, they're faster, they have better psionics, they have... Uh, uh, they don't have magic. Only only gargoyle mages can use magic, but they have better psionics and they have a special ability. It is the Lord possesses a special ability far beyond the normal gargoyle. One is the starting, the startling metamorphosis into living stone. This transformation can be performed three times per day, increasing MDC by 200 points. You just asked, well, I'm going to ask the question anyway. That Go just answered at least for the Lord. But I was going to ask the question, like, do these things look, act, slash, feel like stone? Only the Lords. because really? they have And they still ability. have 400 MDC. Uh, they, the, the Lord has 1d4 times 100 plus 300. So well, I'm not, we were talking about the smaller one before, and that's... A, yeah. Yeah, the smaller one had an wow. average MDC of around 450. These, the Lords have an average MDC of around 550, but three times per day, six hours per activation, they can gain a plus 200 to their MDC and plus 1D6 to all of their armed and unarmed attacks because of their stone skin, or I'm sorry, unarmed attacks because of their stone skin at the reduction of flying at half speed and speed down by one third. And again, I understand that for the Lord. I guess what's driving me crazy on this is the fact that I'm still trying to picture that three foot tall gargoyle having MDC, knowing what MDC is supposed to be. And if it's not made out of stone, it doesn't make any sense. Then let's, the gargolites, <laughs> gargoyle lights, are comparatively tiny squat version of the gargoyle lords and maybe further evidence of the gargoyle strain's evolution. Physically, the creatures are unimposing. They stand only three feet tall, have round, pudgy bodies, stumpy legs, small, seemingly undeveloped wings. As for instincts, gargoyle lights do not share the aggressiveness and joy of combat of their larger kin, but tend toward mischief, thievery, deception, and manipulation rather than whole-scale destruction. They're imps, basically, yes. They're the imp version of a gargoyle. They also lack the lust for power and need to dominate others, but are obsessive and psychotically greedy for precious and semi-precious stones. <laughs> well, that just fed right into this one. Dwarf gargoyles. Yes, there it is. And here we go. 1d4 times 100 MDC. Why? Because they're supernatural creatures. F you. That's why. No, I, I get it. I just like to have there be some sort of verisimilitude when it comes to other than the fact that Rifts is an MDC game, but I, I that's fine. Yeah. Natural abilities. The Gargolite possesses... Gargolite. Every time I say it, it sounds stupid. I, You're right. 
Very similar to the Gargoyle Lord. Metamorphosis into Living Stone can be performed three times per day, increasing MDC by 100 and adding 1d6 to punches and kicks, but reduces speed by one-third. Flight is still possible in stone form, but at half speed. Same same thing as the Gargoyle Lord, except in getting instead of getting plus 200, they get plus 100. So instead of averaging about 250, they average about 350 MDC once they in once they enable this. And like I said, each activation lasts six hours. They can activate three times per day. If they lose the, the stone skin, they can reactivate immediately, get another hundred right there. So they are no joke. Except for what they look like. This is a joke. <laughs> That's what they look like. It, it looks like the, the Chucky version of a gargoyle. <laughs> the head okay. looks so oversized. That's like a bobblehead doll. <laughs> It does, yeah. It does. Look Sorry, but Kevin. here's the thing: they are also supernaturally strong. A normal full-strength claw or punch does two d six MD. This thing is as big as a toddler, and it will rip your arms out of your sockets. It can it can pop your head off like a dandelion. This thing is crazy. And what do they do? Well. They sneak into places. They sneak into places. They they steal stuff. They can plant bombs. They they can they can murder top brass. Kool Aid Man through the wall. Come on. They could Kool Aid Man through the wall, but they they're not like that. They're they're mm. they're not that super violent type thing. They're gonna sneak in through air vents, and then they're they're gonna pop out of an air vent and rip rip your head off, and then get back in the air vent and go away. But while they're doing it, they're gonna pick your pocket. <laughs> Or take your wedding ring. This is gross. Don't ever do this. <laughs> Gargoyle player character. Don't ever do this. This is gross. Don't do it. Don't do it. Now, how dumb are they? They gotta be. They gotta be dumber than than even a gargoyle. Right? They gotta be dumb, right? Nope. They're just. They're actually smarter than a regular gargoyle. Two d six plus two. Okay. This is just under a sh a smidge, a hair under human average intelligence. They're basically statistically irrelevantly the same as a human. The same. It's one point away. If it said plus three, I'd be they'd be the same. Strength is only 18 plus 1d6. That's still for something three feet tall, that's gross. Over 20 strength and being being the size Isn't of the supernatural top, strength, or is it regular? It's supernatural strength. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, of course. Because a, a full strength punch punch does 2d6 mega damage. <laughs> So, yeah, man, this thing is deceptively crazy. You look at it and you're like, oh, this is nothing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tickle it. Give, give it a biscuit. If I dissect one and it doesn't have hydraulics in there, I'm calling shenanigans. Well, you're going to have to call shenanigans because what they got in there is magic. They got magic in there. So I had to go through all of this just so I can get to the part where the adventure, because this is the adventure if you are having an NGR campaign. All right. Because the, the gargoyles and all of their super friends are what you are fighting against. Okay. And by, by super friends, I mean Splugorth. Oh, really? Are, are, yes. They, they are, they're funding the gargoyles because NGR is a threat. The, the new Phoenix Empire in, in Egypt, mm -hmm. when, when we remember when we talk about Africa, yeah, yeah they're funding the, the gargoyles as well because guess what? NGR is a threat. So, the NGR is getting ganged up by a lot of supernatural beings that are evil. And they've been holding their own for a hundred years. 
Are, are the uh, um, gargoyles like the vampires where it's just them, or do they have other units that are interesting and unique that go with them? Well, gargoyles historically have been foot soldiers for stronger supernatural beings. They're, they're, they're kind of like mercenaries. Uh, anyone who's a supernatural creature can be leader of a gargoyle clan as long as you're the strongest person in the clan. That's how they decide who their, who their clan or family leaders are. The yeah, so strongest person in it. And right. you don't have to be a gargoyle to be that strong. You just have to be a supernatural creature because humans are food. Gotcha. Not leaders. They're meat. So they have a long history of serving other masters and dying on the front line because of it. But these gargoyles have been around here for you know hundred years now, and they've starting to they start to pick up stuff. They're they're their own masters now. They're being funded in the shadows by other great powers, but they're not directly under the heel of these great powers. So, your adventure as a citizen of of the NGR is to defend your home against supernatural threats from gargoyles and and other other supernatural dbs but in the book they say they are within 12 years of a full-on offensive against the gargoyle empire well the way kevin puts out books for this it'll be about another 215 years before we see that book we will but it actually actually says in there that that uh the game master can go ahead and make this if they want like this is this is what is going to happen you can do it so your campaign can be the final push, the eradication of the supernatural threat of the, you know, from the, uh, to the NGR. You can play that campaign. And, and to, to be clear, I'm not saying he writes like George R. R. Martin. No, Ke Kevin's a prolific writer. He writes a lot of stuff, but the timeline never changes <laughs> until like 30 books get released and hey, we'll move it a year in advance. Like what? There you go. There you go. So, that really is your deal. I mean, you can make, you can, you can make, you know, with supposition or a little bit of creative writing here and there, you, you can make, make a campaign where the NGR and the CS come together and form an, an intercontinental union, a, a beautiful, beautiful merging of, of the two greatest human societies on the planet whose sole reason for now existing as a as a human as as a human stomper conglomerate is to kill all the supernatural creatures on this planet uh cap off all the nexus nodes so no one can walk through again and keep keep a earth for humans only you can run that campaign you can do that absolutely fine uh ngr rolls through the the gargoyle empire mows them down like weeds and then decides to keep going because they found out what the Splugorth and the and uh, the the new Phoenix Empire were doing, and oh, we got some words with you about that. Does the NGR have the power to actually hurt the Splugorth? No, but they can put a dent in in Northern Africa. They can do that. So the the new Phoenix Empire should, if the gargoyles go down, they should be you know trembling a little bit, because the shit's rolling downhill and you're at the bottom of that mountain. So you can do those adventures. That's great. The thing is the book really wants you to do the gargoyle menace at least first. 
So I recommend you do that. The book gives you a lot of good background. The book gives you a lot of hierarchy of the gargoyle uh, society. So you know exactly what to do, why to do it, you know, what they're going to do in res in response to NGR people doing this. The, the playbook is laid out there for you. It's just not laid out so much like it's a module, right? Uh, what, what can you do for like uh, infiltration or say support care? You know, your, your city, ah. your, your vagabond, your city, whatever, whatever this version of the game has, you know, equivalent to that. It's the, the gypsy. Out, outside, outside, just, you know, smacking some gargoyles around. Okay, outside of just smacking some gargoyles around, uh, like like I said, the, the game wants you to do that. But if you don't want to do that, then you can be, just like in North America, you can be explorers. You can be scouts for the NGR. Like, here's where the gargoyle empire is. Here's us. What the hell is over here? Because we, we are now getting some other supernatural creatures coming from this side. Go out there, figure out what the hell their deal is and, and how we got to murder them and come back and tell us. You can do that. Because they because Europe is very close to everything else in Europe, you can feasibly, you know, walk or or use APCs to get from country to country to country and then report back to what you find. You can do that all day. You wanna you wanna take a boat trip to the UK? You can do that from Germany. Easy peasy. I'm not gonna say easy peasy, it's gonna be horrible. But it, it but the distance wise, it's doable. It's if you doable. make it, you'll be happy. If if you make it, then you'll if you make it there and back, good luck, by the way, then you're gonna have some great information. You're gonna get promoted. It's gonna be awesome. All right. So Europe being as small as it is, as densely packed as it is, and and the countries, you know, being well, they're not really countries anymore, but you know what I mean. The, the areas being so small, you can you can feasibly get to them even on foot. I mean, that's gonna be horribly difficult, but you could do it. Like you couldn't go from say Alabama to Canada on foot. You're not doing that. You're not. But can you get from Germany to France on foot? Yeah. Yeah, you could. It would be horribly difficult. It would take months, but you could do it. <coughs> so you can use that. But like I said, they really want you to start off with the conflict with the gargoyles because that is the the thing that is happening now because the NGR is like I said gearing up to go on a full offensive. All this defensive crap, now nah, it's in the past. Now we're on the attack. And the NGR will not balk at some amazing tactics that were once called war crimes. If if they if they find a hatchery, they're going to go all Ripley on that hatchery and burn it to the ground with a flamethrower. It's going to be great. They'll bring the marshmallows. They don't care. They're monsters. You don't give monsters considerations. The only reason they can speak is to screw with you. That's all demons do. The only reason they learned how to speak human language is to lie. Don't listen to them. Just kill them. So those are, those, like I said, they're, they're, not, they're not a whole lot of adventure ideas, but this book really spells out the, the gargoyle invasion uh, campaign really really well anyone can do it just with this book alone and the main book main book and this book alone you you can do that campaign and make it last at least a year it's great so what do we have for comments hey pardon the coughing there the mute wasn't working because i wasn't on the right page no i didn't hear any coughing oh weird because i wasn't muted all right um 
Here we go. CS uh, CSP Psychers. Well, if they join the Psy Battalion. That's true. That's true. If uh, if you are if you are psionic and you want to not be a complete second class citizen, if you join the CS military, you will you will get a position and you'll get respect. You're not going to no one's going to look at you like you're not a psychic. But you won't be kicked out of bars or restaurants or whatever. So that's nice. And this next one I put on here because I think Merhawkman needs to like take his meds. Subscribe for more Garthon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. It's okay, man. Don't worry you about okay? it. Oh no, no, no. I, I, I think, I think he meant. Uh, I think he meant like a Garthon subscribe. Okay. Maybe. Um. So, <laughs> would a vampire waste a gargoyle? Well, here's the thing. Gargoyles are very tough. Hundreds and hundreds of MDC. And they're very strong, supernatural strength. So a small amount of vampires, they could take. One one could take probably three vampires. And vampire was a problem, a possible problem, because there were there were some vampires in Romania. But the NGR took care of that. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. The NGR took care of that one. There aren't any vampires in Romania anymore. They just make robots with squirt guns? No, no, they just tore them apart and burned them. I mean, they, they didn't they didn't bother with all the nonsense. It's like, I'd tear them apart, burn them up. It's great. Works. I got a 30-foot robot. What's what's he going to do? Uh, I think this next... my foot, it's going to take you an hour to break through that MDC, so have fun. This next one I think is more for me than for you, but uh, he says, uh, you guys are awesome. No, that, that's more for me. Oh, Definitely. is it? Okay. And maybe it's mistaken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the other way around. My bad. You had the idea transposed. <laughs> we have blood druids from France to the West, Gargoyles to the South, Mindworks of Poland to the oh, East. Oh, Mindworks, I forgot. Yes, M Mindworks is also funding the Gargoyle uh, by by introducing them to the Broodkill and get them as part of the Gargoyle Empire. It sucks. What is a Mindworks in quick version? Mindworks is uh, is an, uh, a Polish company. I think it was a Polish company that that dealt in, uh, in uh, mom implants. Okay before the fall and they had an underground facility very much like Archie that survived the cataclysm and it's run by the original head of that, uh, of that complex, but she's in a Borg body with an implant that, that makes her brain never, never deteriorate. So she's over 200 years old. Problem is she's also outhouse rat crazy. <laughs> so yeah, that's bad. Okay, well, maybe we'll have to cover that at some point. We'll move on to... One says, ironic that uh, by the time of the Megaverse in Flames, the Gargoyles are helping the NGR against the Angel of Death. That's the Angel of Death, yeah. The Angel of Death of Mineworks. That, that's the leader of Mineworks. Because, you know, if if you get 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 someone with, with uh, super brain implants and have them be, like, double crazy, that's messed up. That is not someone you want to be around. And uh, her her crazy sp spills out of her cup at some point, and she has to just, be taken care of. Just so folks know, Heathen Dog's covering this book in the context of this book. Yeah. So things that come afterward, uh, they're or, covered... or even adjacently, yeah. I'm not actually covering in this book. Yeah, we, we, that, those will be uh, done in other books. So as the story progresses, you know, we're not doing them in order. I know that, but uh, you know, we're we're not trying to talk about all the ancillary around it. We're just kind of focused on what's in this book. That's why some of the chats didn't make it on here. Also, 
uh, Lord's Spl- whatever the hell. Sure. Has enough forces off world and in other dimensions that he could wipe out the Zidisic off the face of Rift's Earth. But that show of force would unite the rest of the planet against him. Yeah, and he wouldn't care. Number one, he doesn't care. The 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 Inve or bug people are in Canada and Wisconsin and, and Minnesota. Yeah, no Minnesota. one cares. Of course, Minnesota. No one cares. Okay. No one cares. Well, the, I think Minnesota doesn't care. care. Yeah, you care, but even, even the coalition barely cares. Now, why is it every the time there's the a bug infestation, it's in Minnesota? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's just Minnesota. You're not missing anything. Whatever game it is, <laughs> it's stupid bugs. I mean, we do have uh, mos- mosquitoes the size of birds, but you know, hey, yeah, there's that. And then the last one that I started, Jim Tip, just because the gargoyles are a big deal, there's still other stuff running around and more come through the rift that opened last summer solstice. Can't just ignore those things. That is true. That is true. Like I said, the book pushes you for the gargoyle empire campaign. But since, since like I said, Europe is Europe is so small and compact that there's a lot of different things you can do, especially if you want to get other books. If you want to get the, the UK book, if you want to get the Russia book, the China book, it's all doable. It's all doable. But this book specifically pushes the gargoyle narrative because that's the, that's the main impending threat to the, to the longevity of the NGR. All right. Well, that's all we've got. So uh, hope everybody liked that, like subscribe and share. Hope you're ready to do some gargoyle stomping. And uh, I, I've got nothing else. <laughs> that's that's all i've got to end that one this exciting three segments was yep just toned down to eh hope you liked it there we go yeah oh uh, what time is it you know we technically have time to do call-ins but we haven't done call-ins in like three months yeah well two and I don't know how my, uh, my, uh, yeah, I, your I, audio is iffy today. Well, so. Everything's iffy. Like, yes, yeah, you may not even be able to hear them. No, you, you can hear me. So you'd probably be able to hear them. Yeah, that'd be funny. But uh, no, I mean, there are a bunch of things that you guys don't see going on that I'm fighting through. But yeah, so uh, I'm not going to do comments either because I'm scared if I bring up another YouTube anything. It's gonna, and, and this is true because this has happened. I, if I bring up a YouTube uh, channel and start to watch the video, it freezes on me. That's different. Yeah. Or I get the spinning wheel and there's really no spinning wheel because I can watch it on my tablet. No problem. You know, there's something going on and it's all audio related because as soon as I turn off the audio drivers, everything works fine. I just can't hear it. So I've anyway, we'll we'll figure that out later. So uh, I think hang on. Uh weird weird guy said he wanted to see the uh the biggest triax robot we can find. So let's find that. Um, yeah, there, there are a lot of aircraft in this Triax Two book, and at yeah, the Triax Two has the aircraft. This one doesn't have a lot of aircraft. They they mainly do robots and power armor in this one. I don't like the German design. It's too sleek. I mean, look at this weird thing. It's got a little <laughs> buzz. Yeah, no. It, it, I mean, I, when I, when I think of post-apocalyptic games, I want my robots to look dirty. I want them to look bulky. Not actually. Oh, here you go. It's got to be the X five thousand Devastator. I mean, you're named after you're named after a Decepticon uh, <laughs> six you know, robots, five mini your... robots into one robot type. That thing. one's got six. Six. Oh shit! That's right. It's six. So where is the Devastator? Oh come on, come on! Is this is this for the gargoyle? What are you talking? I just want to be. Uh, 
Gar- no, the fat robot. Oh, probably. Look at like, this thing. Jesus Christ. What the hell is that? What's well, even called the fat boy glitter boy? Oh, it's a glitter boy. That's a bug. I don't care about the bug. Where is the big one? Land crab, land shark. X seven hundred fat. Eighteen boy. feet. We're getting close. Ultramax X one thousand. Where's the X two thousand? Now, now we're getting into mech. All right, now we're getting into Robotech mech. Black Knight, Dragon Wing, X five thousand Devastator. Where's the picture? Okay, you know, I'm not mad at it. I was expecting more, but that very much looks like a Gundam. Yeah, I I agree. So what can the Devastator do? Are you looking at 5,001 Super Ion Cannon? 2D4 times 10 Mega Damage. That's pretty good. Long-range missiles, uh, Super Laser Cannon, 1D6 times 10 Mega Damage. That's nice. Mini missile launchers, ion belly gun turret, the hand-to-hand combat. Oh, you can't dodge with this thing. It's too big. That's that's not great. How big is it? It's 30 feet, I think. I'm trying to see how big this one because I have the, the upgraded speed. model right here. It is no 50 feet. It's oh, 50 this, feet tall. This one's 58. Oh, there you go. It's the Devastator Mark II. Oh, well, it's eight feet more. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. See the art. <laughs> yep, anyway. yep. Devastator <laughs> Mark II. Well, you'll have to cover that when you do Tri-X 2. There you go. All right, well, I don't have anything else for the stream. I just want to... So, the people who are here, actually, let me do this. So, uh, I don't have the links up, but... Uh, if you haven't had the ability to check out Adventure Conquer King System Imperial Imprint, also known as Axe 2 Kickstarter, check that out. Next week, we'll be talking to Kevin and Sean about the TMNT Kickstarter. See if, you know, there'll be 48 hours left. Uh, we'll try to see if we can push that over the edge of a million or maybe even more. We'll see. Uh, we have on our Discord, we have uh, RPG Digest 2024 survey to talk about what you guys want to see from us next year. This is the last normal episode of RPG Digest for this year. We're taking December off to retool and, you know, refresh, put on some deodorant, something. Uh, Next week, though, we'll be Kevin and Sean. We'll have two giveaways, two Palladium Christmas package giveaways. Actually, what they're going to be $75 gift cards. And and the reason I chose to do that was because uh, it cost me $72, including taxes and shipping for the gift package. So, you get a $75 gift card, get your gift package that way, your Christmas package that way. And that way you get to determine what's on that list. I'm not putting crap out there that you might already have. Uh, this Friday is members only, YouTube members only live stream. So uh, yeah, uh, we'll be talking about some of the 2024 surveys. We really do uh, want you guys to fill out those surveys. Come to our Discord, uh, check that out. It's under the contest uh, forum, but that's because that's where I'm putting all the surveys. Uh, and you can find it. It's called the... What's it called? I think it's just called uh, RPG Digest in 2024. And, you know, tell us what you like, what you don't like, et cetera. And then finally, December 29th, will be another members-only live stream, last one of the year. And we'll talk about what we loved about this year, what we hated about this year, and uh, talk about our schedule for 2024 with you guys. So there we go. That's a 
That's my blurb of information. I don't have anything else. I'll let Heathen Dog, my headache is really coming back. I'll let Heathen Dog uh, talk us out with the words of wisdom here as soon as I find the thank you page. Boom. All right. Well, today was uh, was very Palladium focused. We had two Palladium books today, and that hasn't happened since last year. So uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to take this as an aside. I, I talk about the CS and now the NGR with, with the cult-like fascination. <laughs> Half of that is just showmanship, people. Okay? I, I understand what fascism is. Unlike a lot of blue-haired people, I get it. I can, I can call it out when I see it. And it's bad. Generally bad. But, man, situation, context is yep. king. Mm-hmm. In this situation, CS and the NGR are just comparatively, they're a good deal. I hope hope you can at least respect my opinion on that. So uh, in the meantime, everyone have a great day. And I hope you come back next week. And what was that? Uh, you have to do the music. Oh, oh yeah. Come back next week. And... Uh, uh, check out the last 48 hours of the TMNT Kickstarter push and have some good times with uh, Sean and Kevin. <laughs>